Hi, this is Larry Hama, and you're listening to Star Joe's Podcast. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. Star Joe's Podcast, episode 113, the 2013 Roadhouse Nominations episode. I'm your host, Ryan. Woo! And I'm Chuck. What's up, bitches? Wait, wait, wait. You're still here? <laughs> Woo! I'm back. <laughs> like a bad case of herpes. I can't go oh. away, baby. So, what is it, once a quarter now? You yeah, show up? <laughs> once every so often, yeah. You just you know, show up when you feel Whenever like Whenever you it. kick Robert out of the room. Well, you know. Both of our egos won't fit in here at the same time. Yeah, well, I had to find somebody else that could, like, bash Duke a little bit and everything, Whatever. so. <laughs> Whatever. The guy's been caught nine times. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Three times more than Flint. Whatever. <laughs> it ain't over yet. Uh, well, welcome back. Thanks. I'm glad Thanks. you were able to, to make the trek out today. I know you have a lot that's been going on for you, so. Yeah. Uh, we did get some questions, actually, just as recent as today. Nice. Uh, when I put out the new episode just a day or two ago, uh, the animated episode, Actually, had Chewy uh, reached out on Twitter and said, "What's going on with Chuck? Is he okay? Is everything all right?" So people are concerned. I am alive. I am well. <laughs> um, I'm drunk half the day, but I'm alive. <laughs> so how have things been? Good. Good. Yeah. What What you been up to? What's going on? A lot of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> drinking, drugs, sex, rock and roll, prostitutes, everything. It runs again. You have no money for any of that. <laughs> That's why I can't afford to do that. <laughs> nah, just you know. Keeping it real. <laughs> now we both we both saw the uh, the Lego movie recently. Yeah. Oh yeah, I took my kids to go see the Lego movie. They enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was really good. I liked it. I just went last night with uh, with my wife to go see it. Oh, did uh, you guys like it? Yeah, we liked it. Um, I think it got a little overhyped for me be- because everyone was like, "Oh, it's it, it's awesome." No, no plan, yeah. no pun intended. <laughs> Everything is awesome. 
And that was the thing too. I was expecting that song to be in it more because uh, everyone was saying that, like it's catchy. It is catchy. It gets, it stuck, catchy. It's it gets stuck, stuck in your head. head. But I was singing it for the next two days. I was expecting it like eight, nine times in the movie, and it was like yeah. a couple times. Yeah. Now they do play the music at the end. Yeah. Well, they play music at different times. Like when Batman does his like song, <laughs> it was still to that tune. Yeah. Um, and then there was like a, there was like another moment where yeah. uh, they play the, the it's the music but it's not the same words. Um, I loved the Star Wars cameo that was awesome with Lando. Lando yeah. <laughs> so, hello, well, hello. <laughs> nice. Billy that, D. That was perfect. Um, I had no idea that that was in there. I love the Green Lantern bash. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it was funny. I'll give it was you that. Funny. But it pained me because, <laughs> and you're even wearing a Green Lantern shirt today. Yeah, yeah. Um, In honor. But it was it was funny. I will mm. give you that. It was. It's like hey, I'm Green Lantern. It's like, yeah, I'm Green Lantern. Shut up. <laughs> Anyone got some kryptonite? Yeah, um, Superman was good in it. Batman. I'm Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like things dark. I like it dark because I'm Batman. Um. Yeah. It was. It was a good cast. No, I really like it. I'll be buying it when it comes out. It was it was very enjoyable. I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I think it just I I it got overhyped for me. Not for me. Uh well it wasn't hyped yet for you. It wasn't hyped <laughs> when, when you went when a little you... early and seen it, yeah. <laughs> so uh Yeah, I went with uh my kids and uh, our friend Nick. Uh he took his kids to go see it or his two okay. little girls, so now, we made a day of it. Have you had a chance to see Desolation of Smog yet? I forgot that cold mountain movie for you. God damn it. Fuck. You know what I did see, though? I saw Dread. And you know what? That movie kicks ass. I told you. That's oh why, my God, that's why I lent it to you. Oh, my God. That movie kicks so much and, ass. And you returned it to me without watching it. I didn't have time to watch it. I was going through a rough patch in life right there. But right. it was good. I know. I saw it. It was good. Holy and I've heard rumors of a sequel. I'm in. Um, it, that's the that's Judge Dredd, not the Sylvester no, Stallone. That's bullshit. what I was afraid of. That's good. <laughs> I I know. That's I good. tried to tell well, you. I saw RoboCop too. Fucking loved it. Yeah, I still say it's better it's, than the first. I refuse to believe that. Better than the first. I refuse to believe that. You're going in with I'm, preconceived notions. I am not. I'm not saying it's a bad movie because I haven't seen it. I think oh it, it probably God, is dude. a good movie. It delivers on so many levels. But there is so and much. And Stall, you know who you are. Go see it, it's good. There is so much in the first Robocop that's not just surface level stuff. There's humor in this one too. And no, no, Michael I'm not talking Keaton, about, I'm Michael not, Keaton makes the whole movie, dude. I'm not talking about humor. I'm talking about like there was actual concepts behind the movie, like what was going on at the time. Like it was relevant, the eighties. Sure, it yeah. was relevant to the yeah. times and stuff like that. Like they were poking fun at it was like a satire of corporations and things well, like sure, that. Sure, yeah, that but going I mean, on. Detroit's a, uh, a hellhole now. It's still right. a hellhole in the movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not saying it's not a good movie. I'm oh, sure. Good I'm sure movie. I'll watch it and enjoy it. I will. I, there's no way it's gonna be better than the original. I didn't think so either, we, but we, it is. And we do have. And you like the is. first one, right? I love the first okay. one. You, Dead or alive, we with we me. have a, uh, a friend of ours, a listener, who thinks the first one's a piece of crap. Whoa, uh, X, X from Altered Egos. He's like, I won't watch that. It's nothing but drugs and boobs and blah. blah. He said it should have been X-rated for violence. Blah blah. blah. Hell yeah, it's a good. <laughs> but <laughs> there's, no, there's no titties in his new but one. He, but, but he said, good. but he says like there's no thought. It's not thought provoking. Blah, blah blah. The first movie is thought provoking if you look at it that way. You can look at it that way. It was created to be that way. Yeah. It's like someone looks at Starship Troopers and goes. Oh, that's just uh, soldiers fighting bugs. Eh, there was a lot more behind the yeah, story and well, stuff like that. 
this is better than than that, and it's better than the first. I don't. RoboCop I won't say it's better than the first. I, I just can never say that, dude. It is awesome. I'm sure it's Everything awesome. Everything is awesome. <laughs> but you, everything is cool. You dodged part of the team. You dodged everything my other question, awesome. though. What did you see? Desolation of Smog. That's the Hobbit. The Hobbit. No, unfortunately, I did not. What the hell? I you dude. used it up for Medea's Christmas. <laughs> that was a good one. That was good too. No. And Larry Cable got in it. No. Tyler Perry comes through clutch. You're killing me. You're, that was a good movie. You're killing. No. <laughs> that was no. The, that was the last movie I saw of uh, 2013. Um. But anyways, the Cold Mountain thing that you brought up. Yeah. Fuck. I uh, it. That's okay. I finally dug ar- dug around and got it out. Found one. Yeah. Um. But uh, Sam had asked whatever happened to that challenge. And that's what sparked I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I said, well, well Chuck n- never provided it for me. <laughs> I got it. And uh, it's two discs of glory. No, I have gl- discs of glory because I'm going <laughs> to be giving you glory I'll to watch. watch. It. I'll watch it. I just said I've never seen it. I don't right. like, hate it or nothing. But Cold Mountain's good, dude. No. It's about the war. I am telling you right Human now. condition. No, I don't <laughs> care about the human condition. It's about the Civil War. It's a love story. It's Jude um, Law. It's Renee Zellweger. Yeah, I can do it's, without uh, the, the love thing who's going the on there. I don't know. I don't uh, give a shit. <laughs> no, there's another famous person in it, too. I'll watch it, and I'll give it its due justice. Like, I'll, oh, it's good. I'll dude. watch it. You'll have to cry. It's good. I don't want to cry. You'll um, cry. I, I will tell you right now, without a doubt, that you're going to watch Glory and be like... Glory's good. Cold Mountain's not as good as Glory. I'll at least say that. I'm not going to say that you're going to say that Cold Mountain sucks, but I'm going to say that you, I can guarantee you that you will say that Glory is a far better movie. I don't know. That's high hopes. It, it, I know a lot of people have seen it, dude. All right, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Um, I will give it to you, hopefully, before you, before you leave today, even if even though I don't have Cold Mountain. Right. <laughs> oh, speaking of movies, I did purchase the uh, three Punisher movies today. Nice. Uh, so I got the Thomas Jane Punisher, the okay. Warzone, the Dolph Lundgren Punisher. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'm on a Punisher kick here lately. <laughs> so I got well, my... Well, the, the uh, comic's been really good. The comic's good. I read the first two issues. Love it. Gonna keep getting that. I got my Punisher Body Count podcast t-shirt. I saw that. Loving it. It's awesome. Where the hell's mine? I don't know. Did you, <laughs> did you buy one? No. I get but I, but I, I like their t-shirts too because it was designed by, I think the guy's wife, Emily, and then the back of it has, you know, available yeah. on Stitcher and iTunes nice. and stuff. It's, it's really cool. Um, High but, quality t-shirts. But, but nice. I helped him on, on, on how we did our t-shirts. Oh, like, you want a little, like, little scratch my back, I scratch your ass? Sure, like, right. Like yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I the guy... Ryan wants a rim job. The guy reached out and said, hey, how'd you guys do your shirts? And I gave him some advice. And, yeah, and, it looks you know. good. I like it. I'm very happy. No, it does look really good. So, so listen to Punisher Body Count and support those guys. And they're, they're, part, of the, they're part of the GeekCast Radio Network. They're part of the GCRN. So yeah, they're they, good dudes. They are part of our, our community that we're a part of. So. Yeah, they're nerds like us. Speaking of our community, I don't I don't mean to just like open up a can of worms, but um, I, I in the last episode, I put in the What's On Joe Mind, uh, the, their little ad that they have. It still bothers me that, that in their ad it says the longest running G.I. Joe podcast. Why does that bother you? Because we're the longest running G.I. Joe podcast. <laughs> well, we cover other things too. And I'm sure they, that's their excuse. I, I don't think we cover just Joe exclusively. True. But, but I'm, and I'm sure that's their excuse. Well, well sure. That's all they got. I mean, what are you going to do? But they're lying. <laughs> <laughs> and I love those guys. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I love those dudes. guys. They're good dudes. And I'm just razzing them. 
But yeah. y- you need to take that out of your ad. Wow. <laughs> Gauntlet has been dropped. I was like, hey, you got to remove that shit now. <laughs> you got to remove that. Nice. So, um, so we, uh, so, uh, Gary, Mike, uh, Justin, Chuck, Ryan is not okay with it. I'm okay. Just throw it You're out. okay with lies. That's why. I, I live a pack a lot. <laughs> and um, everything is awesome. So, anyways, so Robert's not with us right now. But he is supposed to join us later. I don't know when that's going to happen. Here in spirit, he's drawing something. <laughs> uh, but Maybe he's drawing spirit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all three of us are supposed to finally get together again uh, yeah, since, since wanna, episode 100. Really. I want to ask him how my Superman's going. Yeah. I, we got a lot of questions from him. <laughs> a lot of people are sending him, where's my commission request? No, I'm just teasing. Um, it's just me. <laughs> I don't know where mine is either. <laughs> I got two in the pipeline. Nice. Um, well, I want to get the first one before I place another one. I want to get the first one before I die. <laughs> oh! <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, everybody! Hey! Hey! All right, so we did have a lot of listener feedback because you've been gone for a while. <laughs> it's been a, like, a week or two. And I've been holding it ever since then. So. For ransom, all right. All right, so, uh, so let's get into the Jedi hologram. All right, so uh, so we got some emails here. Yeah, the misguided adventures of fucknuts and pals. <laughs> fucknuts. You fuck gotta nuts. pronounce it correctly. It's French Canadian. My fault. Fucknuts. If you want to know what we're talking about with fucknuts and paddles, uh, ask us at a con or something. We'll we'll talk about it. Yeah. Find us on <laughs> Facebook and PM us. It does have a Star Joe's beginning origin. Sort of. Sort yeah. of. Um, so anyways, uh... It's a lot of drugs. We got, <laughs> we got I still think it's a great idea. It is a great idea. <laughs> fucking awesome idea. Oh, by the way, uh, speaking of your language right there, uh, what? I, Am I, I remember... To do no, that? I just remember... No, you can totally do that, but I Fuck just... Yeah. But I just... <laughs> we're not that type of podcast. Oh, cool. Um, but... I can't be censored. But I do remember in Chuck Declassified, you said you don't have a potty mouth. <laughs> I just... Just want I really to, don't. Just happen to call you on it. I really don't. Really, because you dropped the F-bomb at least like ten times. I'm excited. I'm good. <laughs> I'm excited to have you here. All right. <laughs> All right, so we had some emails. All right. Uh, so this is, it says, uh, hey, Star Joe's team. First off, love the podcast. Thank you very much. The Real real Animated Hero series is great comedy. Uh, I was an 80s kid, so this brings back such great memories. So for your... Your work, I'm trying to brush up on Excel dashboard presentations. I worked on it in my grad school days. Uh, I get a real kick out of your Joe capture, Joe animal save counts. Uh, So instead of creating fake fake metrics for dashboard, I figured I'd use the G.I. Joe metrics you guys are are quote-unquote tracking after he goes after finishing it, I was like, "Hey, why not send it to the guys?" <laughs> Thanks, man. He said, "This thing doing all the fucking work there." He says, "This thing is a bit sloppy. Don't worry, it got me through boring Mondays at work." Uh, he says, "Anyways, check it out and you get a job like that where I can watch cartoons at work." Well, I don't think he was watching cartoons. He was just listening to us. Oh well, hey. and then keeping putting stuff in the tracker, the running total, <laughs> the running total. Yeah. So he says, uh, anyways, check it out. Let me know what you think. Uh, the main tab is the dashboard with four metrics and following tabs contain the data that you can update. Uh, maybe this is something you guys can use and review for the monthly Star Joe's board meetings. Well, you know what? <laughs> I would use it, but Ryan's such a control freak. He'll never use it. No. He'll scrap w- it. Why wouldn't I use it? I don't know. I actually know. emailed him back and told him it was pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, well, then, hey, it's awesome, dude. It's like a Lego movie. Everything is awesome. Right. No, but thank you very much for So he says, that. thanks, guys, and keep very up kind. the good work, uh, Ben. 
Ben, thank you so, very much. Yeah, very cool. Um, I may actually do like a screen capture with it, just so I can post it on Facebook and people can see what he did. Make it the episode cover. Really cool. Yeah, maybe. Shut he's up, he's got multiple. He's got multiple tabs. Oh, so I was thinking, fuck, man, I can't. <laughs> I tried, man. I tried. No, I'm just saying this. If I put it on Facebook, people can see all Give the tabs. Give him a mention in the blurb. Uh, okay. Make it make it bold and capital. <laughs> ben. Wow. <laughs> Like, how have you been? The B-E-N? Just do wow. that. I'm trying to give you a handjob here, Ben. I'm trying. Wow. Nothing. He won't do you it. You want to give Ben a handjob? Well, whatever. Help a hand. Wow. He won't do it. He won't do it, Ben. I tried. Now I understand why. If you look at the episode and it's not there, it's not because of me. Now That's I, all I'm saying. Now I understand why we haven't had you on. Woo! I cannot be contained. All right. So we got another email. We got a lot of emails. Yeah. It says, hey, Star Joes. If I figure uh, out how to turn the computer back on, I'll read him. <laughs> he says, if you are still watching, I was just one, uh, wondering your opinion on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, he said, opinions for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been mixed, but I think the biggest problem with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is Sky, which is the, fem- the, the female, yeah. main female character. Um, if you sit down to think about it, there's no logical reason she's uh, she should be on the team. How does this make sense? She's hacked into S.H.I.E.L.D., so Coulson invites her on the team. Sky betrays the team, gets an agent killed, and suffers no consequences for her actions. To top it off, Agent Ward is still training her to be an agent, and Sky was al- uh, was allowed to visit the hub with barely any restrictions. The writer's reasons we shouldn't hate uh, the character is is because she is trying to find her parents. All of this makes Shield look stupid and weak. Any other spy show, if you had a security risk character. They would be killed off or sent to prison. However, on Agents of Shield, she's allowed to roam free, to make snarky comments, stupid jokes, and to be annoying. The reason the writers seem to think she's the de facto star of the show, um, or the reason the writers seem to think she's the de facto star of the show, looking back over the nine episodes, the majority of the episodes were Sky centric. I personally think Sky's character is crippling the show. I am sticking with the show in hopes it gets better. <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> so, well, good for you. I hate all of this, yeah. but I'll stick with it. It might get better. And That's like reading comic books. <laughs> this is bullshit, but you know, I'm going to keep buying it. Now, have you been watching it at all? I've watched it except for the last two weeks. Okay. I've um, kind of stuck with it, I honestly. don't think... The, I don't think last it. week there was an episode. Oh, good, episode. but I didn't miss one. So, yeah. I've kind of stuck with it, but I do agree. Um... I think there's a bigger thing happening with her that where, yeah. like, uh, Coulson knows who she is and what she's doing. Yeah. It's a big setup Definitely. to try to get something else. Now, like, I, have, I don't think he's that stupid. I have noticed since he sent us, Thomas sent us this email, that they have taken a lot of focus away from her, and they're, they are starting to focus on some of the other characters, like Coulson yeah. and Ward and stuff like that. Um uh, Fitz and Simmons. Fitz and Simmons. Uh, yeah. They've had some focus on them, which has made me like those characters better. Well, um, I liked them to begin with. I liked them, but I could see how they would get old after a while. But then they kind of developed them a little bit more, and now I'm I like them better because they seem a little bit more well rounded. Yeah. Okay. Um, at first they were just were nerds. they were just kind of the nerdy comic relief. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that could get old. Right now I like them, but they could get old. Mm-hmm. But then, like I said, they've kind of developed them. Um, Sky, his his argument about like her turning traitor and stuff like that and still being okay, I get that his argument for that. I I don't agree with him on saying like she hacked into the system and then they bring her on the team because we do that as a government. Like when we get really good hackers, we then yeah we try them, but then we sometimes offer them jobs as hackers yeah. <laughs> for the government. Yeah. So you hacked us, now go hack somebody else, right? Yeah, or, you know, they just kill them. 
Yeah. But, like I said, uh, like that was his thing. It was like, why would she be part of the team? Well, sometimes that does happen. Sometimes yeah. you hire the criminals to do to yeah, but stop other criminals. Yeah, but part of the team itself. They're, they're brought in to help the team, sure. but they're not part of the team. But, but again, that's for TV, too. But so again, it could it. play into what you said, which is that's Coulson said, knows yeah. there's more about her. Yeah. Now, they, I don't know if you saw, they like are... Their shield, they probably had her investigated and everything yeah. like that. So. I, do, I have seen some trailers for the upcoming episodes... Uh, which looks like they're really intensifying the show, which is good. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw Bill Paxton supposed to be on the show. I did. He's yeah. Like, I Game over, man. Game over. I love Bill Paxton. I love him too. <laughs> awesome. Um, he was in Two Guns. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah, he was like one of the main villains in nice. Two Guns. Nice. Nice. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, so I li- I like it. I don't like it as much as like Arrow. Arrow's freaking amazing. I gave up on that one. Really? Yeah. You're probably, one of the few. <laughs> I know. I think I gave up on it really too early. You did. Second episode. Because there's like, some awesome shit going I on I should right go back now. and get back into that. Yeah, you should. Right. Um, that's one of my favorite shows on TV right now is, is Arrow. Um, Alright, so then we got some emails from Jason, our buddy Jason. Oh, yeah, Jason Adams. <laughs> Dude, I love you. So, Transformers suck. No, they do not. That's what Jason said. That's what Jason shout said. Shout out to Jason. Hey, 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 he completes me. Oh my god! Oh my god! Then you guys should go do a show. <laughs> we, we're got one in the works. And, and guess, and guess, guess what, Jason? It'll never happen. <laughs> so, anyways, um, uh, when we uh, when we get Robert on, we got to talk about his uh, request for that mission. Oh yeah, the the dogs the, playing poker. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll definitely talk about that. Yeah, um, that's going to be at least six figures. So I don't even <laughs> <laughs> probably at least four. I don't think Robert's going to reveal on the air how much it is, but it's at least a G. It's, it might be. <laughs> be prepared, Jason. <laughs> yeah, it's um, at least a G and a hand job. So I, I, I think. I think he was being nice by saying he wanted Star uh, Star Joe's picture in the background. I think he was thinking Robert would bring the price down a little bit if if he did that. Yeah. Hey, I don't know. He, he might. I'm doubting it. <laughs> it. We're getting bent over. So. <laughs> it, 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 wow. I just. I kid. I kid. But yeah. I don't think you are. No. No. Not at all. It's just you know. You're getting bent over as far as not seeing it. <laughs> well, I mean, it, quality takes time, but not price. No, no, it's a fair price. Okay. I, I have no why, you, why are you begging on our co-host? I'm not. Are bagging. you just jealous? Is that what this is? What's well, all like, the talent? Yeah. It's, it's no, like you know. I, you know <laughs> I don't know. He's been on the shows. You haven't. <laughs> so, so you're gonna dig on the other co-host? <laughs> jam, jam, jam. It's not his fault. <laughs> no. It's not. It's not. All right. So Jason's emails uh, say star bitches. What's up? He said, I'm thinking about doing a Kickstarter, and I want to get your opinion. All right. I want to get a Captain Ace from G.I. Joe tattooed on my RHP. I'm in. I've, I've <laughs> Put always, me down for 10. He goes, I've always wanted a 12-inch Ace to play with. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hopefully I can find a cockpit that will fit it. <laughs> you find her. See, she's got a sister. He says, if you know a hot female tattoo artist, get me her number. He says, I'm excited about the Star Wars EU segment you guys might do. Uh, and obviously, it ended up being a whole show. It's not just a segment. Yeah. Uh, he says, I found myself getting excited about Star Wars again, and I'm starting to buy the novels. I'm not sure where I should start, though. I guess it doesn't matter. It doesn't seem like they're released in, in order. No, they're, they're not. They're not, yeah. They're not released in order, but I would say... Uh, there's an order. The Zahn trilogy, which is the like Admiral Thrawn trilogy, which is the very first ones that came out, are probably the best ones that have ever been done. It's Heir to the Empire, Dark Force Rising, and The Last Command. Um, I would also recommend the Jedi Academy trilogy, which is by Kevin J. Anderson. I really liked it. 
I know there's some critics with it, but most people <laughs> seem to really like it. That um, one that was just put out, Crucible, still in most really like now. Crucible, yeah. And it's, it follows the the main characters like you yeah. know, years later, so you yeah. still got Han and Luke and yeah. Leia. Well, and the ones I'm mentioning have the original yeah. characters too. Um, well, yeah, yeah, those are, yeah. And then like Shadows of the Empire was really good. Also. That was good, yeah. Uh, that would be another one I would recommend. That one takes place in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, so it actually takes place right in the middle of the movies. So, uh, so I would definitely recommend checking like the that Clone out. Clone Wars, right. <laughs> sort of, kind of, maybe. Sort of, kind of, maybe. Oh, they were doing another season of that, the final season. Did you see that you got... Yeah. Yeah, that's good. But I heard it's only going to be on Netflix or something like that. I don't know. So, I'll wait for the DVDs. Yeah. I was waiting for the DVDs anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, so there it's going to be like 13 episodes that are going to come out. Yeah. And then um, they're supposed to do a comic series to show the, the fate of Darth Maul. So, I guess in the, the show, they're not going to show what happens to Darth Maul. They're only a show. I assume what happens to Ahsoka, or at least leads into leads Rebels into happened, and yeah. stuff like that. Which Rebels looks like it might be pretty awesome too. Yeah. So, um, so he says, "Yeah, oh yeah, I'm there." Uh, he says, "That's all." It's I've, not Ewoks. <laughs> he said, "That's all I've got." You guys complete me. Thank you, uh, Jason. I love that kid. So then we got another email from Jason. Sweet. He says, "Hello, Star Bitches." He says, I would like to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. This is how long we haven't had you on for. Oh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy New Year. Feliz Navidad. I think for years we have all wanted to know what makes Chuck tick. So he says, I have prepared a series of questions that I think shall help. <laughs> uh, he got these in just after we recorded Chuck Declassified. So, oh, I, so I told him the next time we had you on, I would ask these questions. It's March. Right. <laughs> Flip your calendar. Again, not my fault. Flip your calendar. I will. Do it now. Just Let's not, see the picture. No. <laughs> I'll show you later. <laughs> Damn it. All right, what's so, the question? So he says, uh, he's got ten here, ten All questions. Right. So he says, if you were an ice cream cone, what flavor would you be? It wouldn't be vanilla, baby. I'll tell you that right now. You don't like vanilla? Well, I'm not vanilla. Well, yeah, but you don't like I'm vanilla? Any, oh, I like vanilla. Oh, okay, I was going to say, there's something I'm wrong any, with you. I'm anything if not plain. <laughs> Whatever I would be... I would be spectacular and glamorous. <laughs> With said, a hint of fun. You said, would you lick yourself if you could? <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. Okay. Tutti frutti. Okay. It says, do you prefer a shapely, delicious booty or large breasts? <laughs> now, that is a question, my man, that has pondered generations. <laughs> In my younger days, I would go, I was more of a breast guy. Mm-hmm. In my younger days. The more mature Chuck, I like a good ass. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay. I like a good ass. Because there's nothing worse than seeing a nice, pretty girl, and she can't fill out the back of her jeans. It's just plain, flabbing, and a little jean hanging there, you know what I'm saying? She looks like a dude. I can't hang at it. Okay. I, can't, I can't go with that. I'd rather give a little up here and get a little back there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm no, an, I'm no I don't, but it's I, I okay. Gotta, I got to be right now. <laughs> I have a feeling Jason Today, knows what you're Today, as we record, saying. Jason, I'm an ass man. Okay. But I love the tease. <laughs> okay. So, number four. <laughs> Or number three, sorry. Love a good, great ass. He's like, if if you rescued slave slave Leia from the sail barge, how long would you keep her in her outfit? The entire movie. <laughs> I think he means would, how fast would you get her out of her outfit? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh okay. <laughs> but you want to keep her in her outfit? What? That's hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I like what's underneath. <laughs> Whatever. So, anyways, uh, he number four. I don't even want to ask this one, but he says, "Why do Transformers suck so hard?" <laughs> well, there, we could do a whole show on that. No, we couldn't. <laughs> it's G one or go home, baby. 
Well, yeah, but that's still Transformers. They're he okay. doesn't like any of them. No, I can see his point. To a, to I a don't. Extent. No. <laughs> no, I don't see his point at all. When you look at it, all they are is generic GoBots. <laughs> GoBots were first, baby. I don't, one. I, I don't. It doesn't matter. The better stuff came later. <laughs> I like GoBots. Keeper Creeper. Don't get me wrong. I like die GoBots. Die. I like GoBots. But Transformers kick GoBots' ass. <laughs> to the moon and back. But yes. <laughs> Alright. So, number five. I think it also really... The Transformers started to suck for me. Um, they don't suck. <laughs> they did. They do. They do. No, Beast don't. Wars. That's when it all. No. That's when it all started to like just. Beast Wars is great. Chew on a. No. Turd. It just no. sucked. Beast Wars is awesome, dude. It's bag of dicks. No, it's not. <laughs> bag of dicks. No, it's not. So, anyways, uh, number five on a they scale of one. Bag of dicks. On a scale of one to ten. Ten, baby. One being pretty freaking awesome, Ooh. and ten being the best ever. <laughs> ten. What do you think of Captain Ace? Oh, I love Ace. Yeah, Sky I do too. Yeah, yeah, I do too. The, Ten. He did. He Jason has gotten upset though because Robert and I have pointed out that Ace cannot fly a Sky Striker without crashing it. <laughs> Dude, sometimes the sun gets in your eyes. But but here's the thing. He I've tried to explain. You can't to him. wear your Top Gun aviator glasses when you're up there. But here's the, here's the thing I tried. They to don't exp- fit in the helmet. Here's the thing I tried to explain <laughs> to Jason. Neither Robert nor I hate Ace. We both like Ace. We want Ace to be awesome. Yeah. The problem is he keeps crashing the damn plane. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta take chances, man. So you you break a few. It's like it's like making an omelet, man. You can't make an omelet without breaking uh, a few eggs. I really don't want to ask number six. You can fly circles around Wild Bill. He definitely tailored number six towards you. He flies you. circles around Wild Bill. I agree. Best pilot G.I. Joe has. Ace. But, but Ace. Wild Bill never crashes. <laughs> Wild Bill's crashed at uh, Not Dragonfly. a whole lot. In the comic books. He's Not a whole lot. Um, he might have been shot down coming down, but he cracked. Number six, I'll ask you because it was tailored for you. Do it. Why is Do it in the voice. Why is Flint such a douche nozzle? <laughs> douche nozzle. He's not the bag, he's the nozzle. Right. I don't know. Because <laughs> he's not Duke, he's a generic Duke. He's he was the replacement Duke. Duke, it didn't work. He's the better Duke. <laughs> it didn't work. It's probably because he's not blonde, to be honest with you. I don't know. Well, blondes are better. Yeah. I'll, gi- I'll give you that. <laughs> I like blondes, brunettes, redheads. So. I, like, I like women. But, hey, that's me. Evidently, <laughs> <laughs> you like dudes, too. <laughs> like, you wanted to get Ben a handy. <laughs> so. Hey, Ben, if your name's not in this episode, it's not my fault. Let's put it this way. If there's not explicit on this episode... <laughs> It's a real problem. This episode should be called the, the Roadhouse Nominations, a.k.a. The Handjob. <laughs> wow. Um, so, number seven. Have you ever performed the Shocker? If yes, what was the result? <laughs> I don't even know. Yes. What, I don't even know what that is. The Shocker? Yeah, I don't... It's like two in the front, one in the back. The, two uh, in the pink, one in the sink. Yeah. Okay. No, I haven't... No. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> it's, been met with mixed, it's been met with mixed responses. It's either, ooh, nice, or, or you get a slap to the face. You get a, what the fuck are you doing back there? Get out. So, number eight. But the ones who like it, they wow. like it. Wow. I'm kind of glad Robert isn't here right now, because he would be very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, this is the kind of shit that pisses Robert off. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of which, on the last episode, uh, I asked Robert to please explain RHP, because it came up. And not not the RHP. The RHP didn't come up, but... The term RHP came the up. Rock hard penis. Right. I said Chuck would explain next time what RHP yeah. stood for. The Rock deemed that, didn't he? No, that was Mike from uh, What's on Joe Mind. RHP. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So nice. So you give credit where credits due, right? Right, what's on Joe Mine guys? Give right. credit where uh, <laughs> give credit where credits due. <laughs> we're crediting you as a footnote in Star Joe's with RHP. But we don't get any credit, no. Uh, you guys are the longest running GI Joe podcast. Yeah. Yeah, wink wink nudge nudge who's your father. <laughs> Come on, Gary. Fucking do the right thing. <laughs> so number eight from Jason. Have he you, still cried about this shit? He goes, Have you ever farted in public and blamed someone else? Of course. If you ever invite me on the show, I'll tell you my stories. So nice. I do plan on having Jason on the show. Hell so, yeah. Um, I'm afraid of it. But. Open mic night for Jason. <laughs> Loving it. Uh, number nine. Do you often laugh at Ryan's clothes? Well, daily. <laughs> you yeah. don't see me daily. It doesn't matter. I, I just chuckle when I think of, oh, he's going to get dressed in the morning. Oh my God. He's going to. I'm going to wear my Star Joe shirt right now. Yeah, but. Oh, that's uh, funny. I don't know. It just is. <laughs> Uh, he says, the fact that you got the side tied like a little girl is hilarious. I don't have side tied. <laughs> what are you talking about side tied? You know, the girls tie their shirts up like that. I don't have it tied. I'm just trying to make a joke here. Live with it. No. Ad lib a little. No. It's called improv. Roll I have to improvise every time you're on the show. <laughs> Go with it. Number 10. What number am I thinking of right now? 17. Or. He said hint. 69. Hint. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. 69. 69, dude. See, Jason, he got it wrong the first time. 69. He said, this should take about 30 minutes of your show, so (laughs) I I sure as hell hope I get a writing credit. (laughs) He said, Merry Christmas, you sexy bitches. XOXO. Thank you, Jason. His Facebook picture, he is so hot. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. I'm in love. All right, so anyways. Cream to my coffee. Wow. Mm. Thought you liked women. Mm, mm. (laughs) I mean, it's okay if that's what you like. I'm, oh, I have I, nothing against that. I, I love women. I'm just saying, don't lie to yourself. I'm just secure enough in my manner to go that he's a sexy bitch. I'm just <laughs> Wow, okay. So anyways. Like Prince said, it's a sexy we got, motherfucker. Well, we got another email from oh, him. Oh, hey, bring it up. So, so if you guys want to hear everybody else's email besides Jason, maybe email the show. Email, maybe email the show. It's Star, Joe, not, it's Star Joe's Podcast it's at Gmail. It's Star Joe's and Jason. It's Star Joe's Podcast at gmail.com. That's yeah, where. Star Joe's and Jason at gmail.com. So he says, I... <laughs> No, Star Joe's Fuck, podcast. That's an adults at gmail.com. <laughs> so, anyways, stay say Star Bitches. What's up? I hope you guys had a great Christmas. I just finished listening to the first Star Wars EU show as well as the Chuck Declassified. Yeah. It sounds as if Chuck is going through a lot right now. It sounds as if you are going through or have just gone through a divorce. Yes. Uh, which was, I didn't mind saying that because it was no secret. On the show. No. Um, he says, if so, I'm very sorry. I hope you're doing okay. These podcasts are a strange thing. Although I've never actually spoken to you, I do consider you guys as sort of a friend. Uh, maybe it's like the old lady that watches General Hospital all day and gets dressed up when Luke and Laura get married. The nice. fact that you know Luke, Luke and, Laura, and Laura got married, I love you for that. <laughs> There's something wrong with you, Jason. <laughs> hey, they were a beautiful couple. What? That wedding was one of the highest rated shows ever. Because <laughs> Chuck was watching it. Yeah. I watched uh, I, Young and the Restless. I now. am proud to say that I don't watch any soap operas. I watch Young and the Restless now. I did watch some in college. You know who's on Young and the Restless now? Catherine Bach, Daisy Duke. She's yeah. on it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fuck yeah. The reason She's a I wa- now, the reason I watched them in college because there was a community room and in between classes I'd go in there and the girls were first watching soap operas. So I actually got hooked into watching some in college. Which one? Uh, I don't even remember. Days of Our Lives, maybe mm. something like that. But they had, but but they had like some demon possession thing going on, and I was like, okay, that, and that's what hooked me because I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't care about this bullshit love triangle. What's going yeah. on with the demon possession? Yeah. <laughs> Ryan in college. Let me set the, the the tone here. 
Um, you didn't even know me in college. The only bra <laughs> that Ryan liked in college was algebra. No, I did. I did all right. <laughs> I did all right. Your grades were stellar. <laughs> no, no, actually, they weren't. No, they weren't stellar. I, I, I did all right. So he says, uh, what I'm trying to say is I care about you bitches. Ah, uh, we love you too, dude. He said, don't feel like you have to read this on the show. It's pretty sappy and emotional, which is exactly why oh, I chose, shit. which we, is exactly why I chose to read it on the we, show. Maybe we shouldn't have read it. So, uh, he goes, I love you guys, no homo. <laughs> he goes, Thank you, Jason. Fuck a dude, any ass, no homo. Mm. See, but, it's okay now, I'm not gay. <laughs> it's okay if you are. No, if you do it, and it's you okay scream, to come out, Chuck. If you do it's it, okay. if you do it, and you scream no homo, it's you're okay. A, it's okay, Chuck. That's how the game is played. It's, it's okay. We're all friends here. We're all here for you. That's how the game is played. <laughs> all right. So, anyways, we're going on to some more emails. So, we got another email from Thomas with some questions. He's. I know you two are always having the debating uh, regarding the better GI Joe leader between Duke and Flint. Mm-hmm. He said, "Where does General Hawk fall in?" Also, why don't G.I. Joe fans talk up General Hawk as they do Duke and Flint? So, and that was from Thomas. Hmm. So, where's Hawk for you? Like, obviously, Duke's number one for you. In the real chain of command, Hawk is the head of G.I. Joe. Well, sure. Uh, the, given. But I'm talking about, like, as far as your favorite, like, you liking them. Like, I, think where's I, would like, Hawk? I think I would like Hawk above Flint. Well, I like Hawk above Dukes. So. <laughs> this is just a big giant gay sandwich. <laughs> This is just a big man meat sandwich we got going on here. <laughs> Whose nuts go where? But I like... I, wow. I do like... I, But I like Hawk with the, the leather jacket. The leather jacket and, and the helmet. The helmet yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Not the whatever... The green shirt. Yeah, the Hawk. green shirt guy. I think he was misused. He was the, the field commander. Yeah. Somebody. But I think he was just an underutilized character. He was just very generically drawn. <clears throat> that was the He issue. was an underutilized character. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they didn't hardly use any of the green shirts unless they had some kind of uh, like rock and roll had the yeah. crisscross of the bandolier. Right. And the, well, that's what I'm saying. He looked so generic it was ridiculous. Yeah, so. Breaker had the beard and the communications guy. But it, short fuse, grunt, flash, grand slam. Uh, like All those guys, now, they, they looked so much alike they were just not used. Now, and he wasn't a single carded figure they had to worry right. about. He was just a, you know, off by himself with a missile command. So, <clears throat> Well, and so... We and know by the time they we did know the cartoon, but by the time they did the cartoon, what was it? Eighty. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> well, really, when the cartoon yeah. came out, they were on that line wave of the yeah. toys that were coming out right. to support the cartoon. So go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just trying to explain. My <laughs> no, I, I get it. I get it. Because Duke is awesome. That's why he's just a six foot hot look all American man. Wow. Wow. Kiss said it. Want to give him a hand job too? <laughs> Out of respect. <laughs> wow. So, anyways, you have to. Um, but what about salute? What about why do fans not talk him up as much as Duke and Flint? Because it's true they don't. They don't. Yeah. My, I think when everything is said and done, as far as cartoons go, people get a lot of their GI Joe knowledge from the cartoon, cartoon. And from comic. Books. And he didn't come till way late. No, he was in like the latter years, like the eighty six right. stuff. Yeah. And obviously Flint was eighty five, and Duke was eighty three, eighty four. Yeah. Just a general, you know, and, you got Duke, you got Flint, and okay, here's another guy, here comes Hawk. Right. <clears throat> but Hawk was the, the same character from the 82. And even and even when you had... how do you go from blonde hair to, to brown? I don't know. Even, even when you had Hawk come in, he didn't really do... As far as I remember, and we'll know when we're going through the animated stuff... No, he was but pretty... You know, he, he pretty much stayed at the base. I don't remember him... There was wasn't out. often that he sometimes. went out, though. But the star of that show later on became Sergeant Slaughter. It wasn't Hawk. No. It yeah. was Sergeant Slaughter. No, I know. Yeah, I agree. And that was just wrong, but it's okay. 
I like Slaughter. I like Slaughter. Well, I do like Slaughter. I like Slaughter, but I don't like him as much as I like Hawk or even Duke or Flint. Eddie's disease. Yeah. I, I'm... I like Sergeant yeah, Slaughter. Bag. A ditty ditty bag. <laughs> An itty ditty bag. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like Sergeant Slaughter, but I like him in that role as a drill sergeant. I don't like him as the leader, the leader of G.I. Joe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so then we got another, <laughs> another email from Jason. Nice. <laughs> says, Say you sexy ass star bitches. <laughs> Let's put Jason's name in the He's, credits somewhere. No. <laughs> <laughs> All emails brought to you by Jason Adams. He says, I'm interested in reading the Star Wars EU novels, but I don't know where to start. Is there a proper place? That's my only question. XOXO, Jason, the fourth host. <laughs> well, in, in we talked of, about that in already. some but. of the books in the back, yeah. it'll give you a list of... Uh, Actually, in the front. Of the okay, in the front. <laughs> back, front. I read them like manga. Okay, whatever. <laughs> it, it gives you the list no of... No wonder you don't know what's going on. I'm lost as fuck. It gives you a list of all the books in chronological order right. of how to, you should read them or maybe something like that. So Okay. And it gives you like a timeline, like a Star Wars timeline. Okay. Of the events. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, Battle of Yavin. Yavin. So you get that going yep. on, and it tells you kind of chronologically linear timeline yep. of what events and what books fit in where. Absolutely. Yeah. So just check out one of the books and try to find that in there and just kind of go from there. Yeah, absolutely. That's if you want to go like 5,000 years before, you know, you can figure Jedi. Out, yeah, you can figure out what time period you're most interested yeah. in. Yeah. So. Which me, it's just mostly the movie stuff. Yeah. That's the time period I'm into. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Robert has notified us that he's ready. Is he canceling? No, no, no. He said he's, he's said he's ready. So I'm going to go ahead. And, we'll go ahead and uh, take a little break here. <laughs> Pause and, for the call, and then we'll bring Robert on. Smoke me if you got him. GI Joe will return after these messages. Movie Week in Review is the Geekcast Radio Network's weekly movie podcast. Steve and Mike take a look back on their favorite films and give you their thoughts. They also bring in co-hosts at times. If you are a movie buff, listen to M-Wire only on geekcastradio.com. Emerging from the dark humor that was the Beast Unleashed podcast, Steve Megatron, TFG and Mike, Pecan Court Michael, and the Cybertronian correspondent Optimus Solo move on to Transformers Animated with Transformation Animation Podcast. 20 episodes covering all three seasons of the cartoon, the books, and the awesome toy line. We'll also have cast and crew interviews, so get tapped with GCRN's next Transformers franchise podcast. Transformation Animation Podcast, available on iTunes and the web at www www.geekcastradio.com Get your tap on. Decepticons, transform and rise up. Do you like retro shows? Did you grow up in either the 80s or the 90s? Then tune into Telecast, geekcastradio.com's newest podcast. Join us here on the Telecast as we revisit some of your favorite shows, such as Clarissa Explains It All, Salute Your Shorts, Saved by the Bell, and much, much more. Only on geekcastradio.com this is 80s action sensation Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I'm here to tell you about the podcast I produce called Punisher Body Count. Join hosts Jacob and Dane as they give non-biased opinions of the current issues. I'm going to be real. I thought this comic was absolute shit, so let's uh, get into Man, it. Man, yeah, okay, let's get into it. Relive great moments from the Punisher's past. Yeah, why, that, that was top ten. Easy. What about the time I was buried with a chicken because this movie <laughs> was thick? 
<laughs> Why are you trying to erase history, Garthinus? And podcasts with the utmost professionalism. Are we recording? Whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to get this out of the way right now. Okay. Fuck, fuck, shitty, shitty, bang, bang. <laughs> no, <laughs> let's leave that one out. If you don't check out the show, it would be a big mistake. To find the show, go to www.punishyourbodycount.wordpress.com or download the episodes from iTunes. Just search Punish Your Body Count. So check them out. Hey, I'm Gary. I'm Mike. I'm Chuck. And I'm Justin. Join the four of us every week on the Internet's number one and longest-running G.I. Joe podcast, What's on Joe Mind? It's Joe news, reviews, and interviews like you've never heard them before, delivered right to your MP3 player. Our guests include Jason Marsden, Kevin Michael Richardson, and Matt Yang King from G.I. Joe Renegades, Larry Hama, Robert Atkins, and John Barber from IDW Publishing, and many more from around the online Joe community. Yeah, it's guys talking about Joe. Think of it as Joe talk meets sports talk. And we make fun of Chuck. Right, and we pay again. Come on, Chuck. We're just kidding kinda sometimes chuck makes fun of himself right and we okay seriously this is just getting ridiculous now it's what's on joe mind every week on the geek cast radio network inside pulse.com stitcher smart radio and itunes download and listen today i suppose i still can't say something about transformers can i good no what about sports that sounds good yeah that's all right now back to gi joe Hey everyone, Ryan here. Just wanted to interject for a moment before bringing Chuck and Robert on, uh, all having all three of us together. We recorded with Robert to do this nominations episode, and we actually had quite a few times where Skype had cut out on us. So we weren't aware of it always happening, so we actually did lose just a little bit of the reviews that you're about to hear coming up. Uh, really just two comic reviews that we missed. So I wanted to cover those just real quick here for you and then let you go on to the rest of the episode. One of them was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, issue number 29. This was the conclusion or the epilogue to, actually the epilogue to City Fall. And this starts the story of Southampton uh, dealing with turtles going up to April's parents' farm and she has them staying in a barn that her parents really don't don't go down to visit very much. And then she introduces Casey Jones to her family and her father, and, uh, who is uh, actually wheelchair-bound and, and everything. And Leonardo's dealing with the repercussions of what he went through. And we get a little hint at the end of Alapex uh, looming in the, in the woods watching Leonardo. So... Uh, both Chuck and I gave this a buy. We, we thought it was a, a great issue. Um, the other issue that you won't hear us reviewing is Star Wars Dark Times. It's number five. Uh, Star Wars Dark Times of Spark Remains, uh, number five. This is the conclusion of Das Jenner's story. Uh, I really liked it. I gave it a buy. Uh, Chuck, I believe, gave it a borrow. Uh, just because he wasn't as invested into the character of Das Jenner as, as I was, having read him for actually several years that he's been around uh, in the Dark Times comics as well as the Star Wars Republic comics before it. So, uh, great art. I think we both agreed that we really like the art. Um, it's a shame that we can't follow any more adventures of this character 
Dash Jenner and, and the uh, crew that he's that he hooked, hooks up with uh, during these stories, uh, just because Dark Horse isn't going to be able to do these stories anymore. So it was a nice conclusion, though. Uh, gave some closure to the characters and everything. So those are the two issues you won't hear us review together. Uh, again, just do this Skype cutting out. I did do my best to salvage uh, what was out there, uh, what we were able to record. So it took a little bit more time to kind of piece the episode together, but I think it does come across pretty seamlessly. Uh, you might hear some interference noises and stuff like that here and there. Uh, again, it's just a Skype thing. Uh, so I apologize for that, but it, again, shouldn't be too much of a problem. Everything else should be pretty clear. So with that, I'll go ahead and uh, let everything go on with Chuck, Robert, and myself. All right, and we're back, and uh, joining us is our third co-host, which is Robert Atkins. Welcome to the show, Robert. Hey! <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? About time you decided to show up. Uh, oh, I know. Wow. <laughs> Fashionably late, that's yes. what I like to call it. That's okay, right. you missed all, well, not all, I shouldn't say all, but you missed a lot of the dirty parts, so. Good, Because okay. yeah. Chuck's here now, and. Yeah, Chuck got it out of his I tend to work blue. He's in rare form tonight. <laughs> nice, okay. Nice. He did already explain what RHP means, yes. so. All right. So we're good there. So I don't have to. No, okay. you don't have to. No, I, I took care of that for you. Very cool. I did tell him about, because he hasn't had a chance to listen to it yet, uh, I did tell him about your. <laughs> experience with the uh vaseline man so oh my god (laughs) (laughs) thanks for continually bringing that up sure it immediately brings that image to my mind well you know just when i thought i had forgotten it like ryan mentions it well we went through a whole year of the schwitz being brought up oh my god so this year is the year of the vaseline (laughs) see the difference is i regretted the the situation whereas i think chuck looks back on it fondly (laughs) yes it's a fond memory i relish it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right so uh so we're in the middle of emails uh and we're getting near the end of them so uh most of them have been from jason the fourth host the fourth host he likes to call himself the fourth host <laughs> so, uh so he says say star bitches uh, i'm starting to feel like you guys are going to have a show dedicated solely to my emails <laughs> good guess this is it he said my question today is in regards to mask I've heard that they were uh, they, they were brought back in a short-lived comic a few years ago. I've looked and looked and found nothing. Can you provide the title for me? Also, any ideas where I can find it? Yeah, uh, it was Hasbro produced a one-shot comic called Unit E. Yep, which is the, uh, the whole concept of that. Actually, started with uh, Andy Schmidt, who used to be the senior editor at IDW, and like the first week on the job, he had where he started working over at Hasbro. As a creative director, they kind of created a position for him. And one of the very first things he got there, and they're like, look, we have an issue. We have all of these copyrights that are coming due all about the same time. And we're not sure how to uh, renew them all efficiently. And Andy's like, let's make a comic book where we have all the all of our properties show up. And they're like, what? <laughs> he goes, look, this is, what I, this is what I just got done doing for the last 10 years. Like, let me handle it. So like, all right. So that became Andy's like first job working for Hasbro. And so it wasn't produced or published by IDW or any other third party. You know, Hasbro certainly has the right to produce their own comics. Yep. It's just that IDW is licensing the right to do it as well. Yeah. 
So um, IDW created this book. Uh, it kind of centered around the Micronauts just being, and Andy wrote the story, right? Because uh, he's a writer as well. But well, and the, used, and the Micronauts that they were allowed to use, because there are some Micronauts yeah, that are strictly true. to Marvel and Marvel, yeah, stuff. So, but, but you know, so the ones that they owned or you know had had rights to, um, he used that as a framework to the story, meaning that you know the Micronaut characters would jump through various universes, yeah. and um, and so it was a way to get a glimpse of all the different properties that, you know, Hasbro might want to use to tell stories, you know, possibly in the future. And, you know, it, it what it allowed was for them to, again, to renew that contract. But it, it kind of opened the door for just to give people ideas for, for possibilities. Yeah. You know, it, if nothing else, it gave you a chance to look at um, a re-envisioned mask or whatever. And we so, actually we actually covered that issue on the show because uh, I think it was give it was I don't know given away um, or sold at uh, New York Comic Con. Yeah, the, the, it was a really good idea. I mean, they only made a thousand copies. They sold them for five dollars a piece, and that was the exact amount they needed to cover their cost of creating the book. So that, Hasbro didn't make any money on it, but then at the same time, it didn't cost them any money to renew copyrights for yeah. any of those characters, which is awesome. So it was, it was a way for them to. Keep the cost low. They just put it out at New York Comic Con, I believe, in 2012. Uh, I was the artist on it. Yep. And uh, I think I, it was like a 30-some th- page book. Yep. So it's like an oversized like 36-page book. And um, I will say when it came to Mask, I, I wasn't a fan. I don't think you were a fan either, Chuck, of what the they Detroit did with it. Thing. It was a Detroit yeah. cop-type style yeah. thing to it. Um, but it was really it, gritty looking. Yeah, yeah, but they only did like a, a one page with it anyway, so maybe if they had right. developed it out, maybe I would have liked it. I don't know. Um, I do have a, a copy of the issue. No, I didn't get it from Robert, although I, I need to have him sign it. Um, <laughs> but uh, So this way I can put it on eBay and make lots of money from it. No, just kidding. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> like my you can probably sell it to Jason, right? Right, I'll yeah, sell it to Jason. For 10 bucks. Exactly. Um, so then, uh, he, his email continues. He says, I hope you guys are doing well. I really appreciate how Chuck stands up for me on Facebook while Ryan attacks me. Thank you. Thank you. He says, high five. Welcome to our lives. Like seriously. (laughs) I know, right? He says, I'm the defense of everybody. He says, high five, Chuck. High five, buddy. (laughs) High five. He says, I do have to give Ryan a lot of credit. He keeps the show going while I and my fellow podcasters do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Word. He says, raise the roof, Ryan. Uh, he says, Robert, you bring charm, wit, and badass torpedo impressions. He, <laughs> he says, you go, boy. He said, uh, that's all I've got. XOXO, Jason, the fourth host. Sweet. <laughs> then, Sweet. then we got an email from Paul, so not Jason. <laughs> <laughs> this listener's name is not Jason. He said, hi, Chuck and Ryan. Hi, Paul. So not, not Robert. Uh, <laughs> no, just, I'm not. Right. Okay. He said, big, he's a big fan of the show. But he didn't know that Robert was on the show. Well, that's so. right. <laughs> He's a big fan of the show six months ago. Right. I, I'm, I'm barely on it. And anything before that. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. He said, been following you guys for a little while now. I'm an artist slash designer who grew up in the 80s and love that stuff. Good. Uh, he says, the reason I do what I do, uh, G.I. Joe especially, Larry Hama basically scripted my childhood. He says, so if there's a, any small way I can help contribute to the podcast, let me know. I'd be excited to help out. There are links to some of uh, my work below. He said, thanks, guys, and keep rocking, Paul. And the website for his stuff is just, it's paulpants.com, so P-A-U-L-P-A-N-T-S. 
PaulPants.com. PaulPants. PaulPants.com. Um, I checked do, it out. Do we need a new logo? Well, I'm not going to say new logo, but I was going to say if he wants to contribute anything that we would use as, like, episode images. There you go. We could do that if he wants to do stuff like that. Um, we'll give him credit, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will put his link in the show notes for this episode. Cool. Um, but I did look at his stuff. It's really cool. It's real stylized. Yeah. It, it is definitely, he definitely has a lot of 80s references in, at his website. Um, but yeah, dude, if you ever want to just email like, hey, here's an image I did, we'll put it, you know, as an image for one of the upcoming episodes and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, there you go. So, um, yeah, wherever Tens I can of people it will see it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, since we we were stopping to do regular episodes, yeah, tens of people. Now we're tens getting people. now we're getting back up there though. Yeah, it's still going. So, uh, so we got another email. It says hi Ryan and Robert too, and Chuck as well. When wherever he may be, I'm right here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he said uh, laughed out loud like three times last night in a hushed whisper. Hey Duke, hey. <laughs> <laughs> See Chuck, you haven't heard that uh, episode yet. No, no. But we talk about. Oh my gosh, we talk that was about the funniest the, part. Yeah, we were talking. <laughs> so about, good. We were talking about how uh, Airborne was riding outside a Skyhawk uh, as it's flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's telling, he's talking to Duke, and Duke's talking to him through the glass as they're flying in a normal voice. Like he didn't have to yell at each other. Like, there's no radio. There's no radio. Yeah. That's so. So we were saying like we would just go. hey. Hey Duke, hey, <laughs> it's kind of cold out here. <laughs> so he says, and it's like, what is he hanging on to? It's not like there's handles out there, and it's it's, and also he must have been kind of squatting down a little bit, right? So he's like squatting down, hands on the window glass, just holding that as tight as he can. Hey, hey Duke. <laughs> so he says that was an inspired bit of hijinks, my friend. Um, <laughs> the best part about that too is like, even though Robert and I have notes about like stuff we want to say about the episode, that was totally off the cuff. <laughs> I don't even know oh, yeah. where that came from, but it was funny. Good stuff. Um, he says, totally caught me off guard, and I almost lost my shit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and he goes, and that sauna bit, poor Robert. <laughs> oh, my God. I told you it's going to keep coming up. <laughs> I know. You should have uh, never put it on Facebook, dude. <laughs> I know. I It was like a knee-jerk reaction. I couldn't help it. I just, I just like caught my breath after running straight from the sauna. Right. And I was like, oh, I cannot believe this just happened. I go to Facebook often for my material, so. <laughs> <laughs> he said, thanks for reading my email. I was glad to hear that it was entertaining for, uh, to you guys. He says, I can get long-winded at times. He said, also, that was really cool of you to offer to link my Flickr page to the details. Uh, I'm so sorry that I actually deleted it like the, the previous Friday. <laughs> he, said, long, <laughs> he said, long story short, I had found to dump. out you were going to do it, so I got rid of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> he said, I had to dump all of my previous two and a half years worth of toy photography work, about 900 pictures or so, for wow. unrelated reasons. He said, I completely forgot that I had sent it, its link to you yeah. in that it's email. Either, it's either money or a girl. Right. <laughs> That's the unrelated reasons. <laughs> right. It's probably both. Probably, probably both, both, yeah. But he says he forgot that he, he sent the link in the email. He says it didn't even register in my brain that you might mention it to the listeners when I shut it down. <laughs> he says, Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, my bad. He says, anyway, what a fun listen. I can't wait for the next batch with the Viper, the Game Master, etc. Oh, yeah. And he says, you got some good ones coming out. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I got to get in on those. <laughs> Love the Viper. <laughs> I don't do like the windows. <laughs> and the one after that will have my all-time favorite episode in it, which is Excalibur. 
Oh, Lord of mercy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it says, looking forward to which Star Wars books you and Robert will school us on next, too. Your content is great in- infotainment. Uh, he says, take it easy, man, and congrats on the new awesome job, Nate. So that was from Nate. Um, then we did have a couple questions from the forums. Uh, Straight Edge He-Man said, have they said what happens to Ahsoka during Order 66 yet? Not to my knowledge, no. 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 Uh, no, yeah. We are supposed to get, uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier, we are supposed to get some, some of the last episodes for the Clone Wars. Uh, I did hear it's supposed to only come out on Netflix, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, actually, I haven't heard anything about it. I mean, I watched the last season that came out on DVD. That's how I followed it. Yeah. So I don't know anything after that. And that, I mean... So that's the crazy. last thing I saw was Ahsoka leaving the Order. Yeah, and I watched uh, season five as it aired, but most of the other seasons before that I watched on DVD when it was released on DVD. Yeah. Um. So I was actually caught up, and then now they're going to put it on Netflix, so I'm going to have to wait for the DVDs to come out again because right now I don't have Netflix, so... Mm. Yeah. Um, but that's fine. I, I would be getting it on DVD anyway. So, right. Um, then we had uh, Warden Forty Three TK. He says, "My question is, in your opinion, what is the best way to read comics, print or digital?" He says, "I have pros and cons." Mm-hmm. He says, "Print, you can actually own the content, oftentimes cheaper, and this is the way the majority of the content was intended to be viewed. Digital is crisp and clearer than print. No worries about storage space." So I believe that Ryan got an iPad a few years back and didn't know if your opinions changed since I have uh, have been away from the forums. So what are your guys' thoughts? Chuck, you can go first. I, I, I still prefer print. Okay. That's just me. Do you like digital? I do, and I, I've read some digital. Okay. Yeah, I still have some digital, but I, I just prefer print. Like it in my hand. Yeah. Hold it. Yeah. What about you, Robert? Um, I, I kind of do both uh, for the titles. I like the best. I kind of double dip. Um, nice. I don't buy, uh, I don't buy everything, uh, you know, as it comes out. Um, uh, but I, I'd much more willing to buy a single issue and follow along with like the most current storylines. If, if I am going to follow something current, it's with, uh, with digital. Yeah. And then I'll buy the trade because I'm not going to buy a single issues. Uh, and put them in mom boxes and try and, you know, dig through them or, or organize them that way. So, right. um, I do get a lot of trades. That's how I read them in print. I think I enjoy them the most just cause it's so easy to pull off the shelf, flip through it, yeah. uh, read it or look for something, you know, find something I'm looking for very quickly. Uh, it's easier actually for me to pull something off the shelf and find something than for me to, you know, pull up comiXology, find the issue and then flip through the pages. till you get to the issue. That actually takes longer. Yeah. Yeah. And just pulling off the shelf of the book. But I do, there are a few things that, um, from an artistic point of view, I really enjoy about the uh, digital medium because you can zoom in and read it from panel to panel. Yep. Uh, it makes every single panel a reveal. Oh, yeah. Uh, as opposed to just being the page turn. Yep. And how many times have you flipped a page and instead of just reading the page on the left, your, your eyes automatically dart to the right where somebody dies or there's a huge explosion. To see what's or going on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that happens, and you're immediately spoiled. Even if it's by a split second, and even if you haven't read the page, um, you can avoid that completely. Yeah. And there are so many times where I'd be reading a digital page, and I'd only be like two panels into it, and then some, the next panel comes up, and I'm like, whoa, you know, just completely yeah. take it back. Yeah. Whereas I know if I would have seen that as a whole page, it would have given it away immediately. Well, and then one of the things I do that's terrible, um, I don't do it as often as I used to, but I still will, 
is when I have the, the paper uh, copy in my hand, I a lot of times will open right up to the last page. <laughs> oh, no. You do that? Seriously? I have just to see, like, oh, what's No what's, way. What's going I've on? never done that in my oh, life. Yeah. I don't I just I cannot understand I, that. I can't help it. I'm like, it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. It. I cannot. I need to see what's going I've on. I've never. Uh, people who read the last you know, page of their books or whatever. Yeah, I don't I just, do that. I don't do that. But, that is insane. But the thing is, here's the thing, too. I don't mind spoilers most times. Like, most times, spoilers do not bother me at all. So I like the journey getting to where they're at. So sometimes seeing that last page, I'm like, ooh, how the hell did we get here? And then it makes me want to read the book that much more. Like I said, I rarely do it these days, but yeah, definitely when I was younger, I would flip to that last page to see what happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't do that either. Um, when it comes to print and digital, I think that they're doing a lot of awesome things now with digital, and I think it's just going to get better. Um, like you were talking about, they're, they're actually tailoring some stuff towards digital, so this way it, yeah. it is a surprise panel to panel. Um I have noticed a lot more of stuff being written for the trade also. Like some stories I don't like a whole lot. And then I hear someone else say that they liked it a lot. And then I realize that they read the story in bulk, uh, like in a right. trade or they collected all the issues together and then read them. And I realized maybe part of the reason I didn't like it is because I had to wait a whole month for the next one. And I think, I think with digital, that'll start to go away too. As digital becomes more and more prevalent, like I would really hate for print to completely go away. And I yeah. think we're decades from that happening. But at the same time, that will change the writing. When, when once digital becomes the main revenue source for sales, yep. then you don't have to wait for those four to six issue arcs. It, it'll kind of go back to that Bronze Age of storytelling where just every issue, every two issues possibly is an arc. You know, it's just, it'll be more, I think, stories because you can. Yeah, right. So... But yeah, I, I like um, I like digital. I do get a few things in digital, but it's very few. Um, and I usually look for the deals <laughs> yeah. when I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I ever get anything old in digital, it's like their ninety nine cent yeah. sales or something like that. That's where I got the Runaways because yeah, I had never read stuff, yeah. I had never read, read Runaways before, and they had a ninety yeah. cent deal, so I picked it up, and it it's pretty good. I, it's not something I would. And that's another thing. It ha, it usually has to be something that I don't necessarily want to own in print. So in other words, I'm interested in reading it, but I'm not. You don't want it to take up space. (laughs) Exactly. I don't need it to take up space in my house. So, Um, All right. And then uh, last but not least, we did have a voicemail that we never got to. No, we got one other question, though. Did we? We did? Yeah. What? Uh, Jason's question. Oh, yeah. So, Robert, Jason asked a question, um, and you can basically just say, like, how he can contact you or how anyone can contact you when it comes oh, to doing sure. a commission. Yeah. But his commission idea is to have, uh, was it Ace? Ace, Airborne. Airborne, Wild, Wild Bill. Bill. Like the pilots of G.I. Joe. The pilots of G.I. Joe basically yeah. playing, uh, playing yeah, poker. Playing poker. After a battle. And calling it the Dogs of, of War. Dogs of War. Like they, they went to a battle and they, they come back and they're all beat up, beat to hell and wounded and, you know, the powder marks on their hands and then you know on black on their face and stuff like that and they set it back down right. and finished their game of poker and i can actually and like uh let me bring ace it up here down like aces over ace you know he's raking into cash while bill thought he had one with a couple of kings or something like that <laughs> like he's got this whole thing mapped out and he wants yeah. to he wants a commission he wants to know how much he 
you thought it would run, but I figure it's best what if you... What kind of time frame he's looking at and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I figure it's best if you just uh, kind of give your information out as far as yeah. people want to contact you for commissions, because I'm sure you don't want to throw prices out there over yeah, the air I mean, and stuff. You're, you're working on something right now we hear, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, okay, well, first off, yeah, just to, the way to get a hold of me is just my email is robert at robertekinsart.com. And don't worry and, if you don't get an uh, email back the next day. Yeah. <laughs> um, that that emails me through my website, and it basically just forwards it to my Gmail. For the most part, that should work. Yeah. Um, but anyway, and if it, gets, it kicks back an automatic response, like I don't know why it does that. But anyway, um, so that's probably the best way you can hold me. Now, when I hear a commission like that, I would actually – I mean I don't know um, what artist Jason likes. If, if he just really wants something from me, and that, then you know, I'm happy to work with him and try and fit it in as best I can, or you know, we can work out those details – but actually, and I do this quite often, when I hear a commission, I mean, I know what my strengths are and the things that I like to draw. Um, and then I kind of look at what other artists are doing and, and wh- what they're really good at. And this sounds like a perfect commission for Shannon Gallant. That's oh, what I yeah. was thinking, too. I mean, it, he would just, he, he is so good at capturing that type of... Uh, uh, just the emotional moment, yeah, the essence of the plus, character, plus as the, well as the, the comedic the side of it. Of, yeah, yeah the com- He's so good at these commissions and sketches, yeah. like throwing in dialogue and yeah. and circumstances that are just hilarious and so true to character. So I'll give you, I'll tell you exactly. This was from his actual uh, contact to me and Chuck. He says, so he says, okay, here is my idea for the most epic sketch that Robert Atkins uh-huh. has ever done. He said, <laughs> <laughs> now. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, I mean, those are some of my favorite characters because yeah. I've, I've said it multiple times on the show, like, just that my uh, favorite thing about G.I. Joe was always the the vehicles and then, of course, the characters that yeah. piloted or drove them. And um, that was so that was always a big part of my nostalgia and yeah. what I loved about it. So, I mean, this I mean, yeah, the commission sounds awesome. And it would be fun to do. Yeah, So he says you have Ace, Ripcord, Wild Bill and Airborne sitting around a poker table. They're all in their full battle uniforms, identical uh, to their 1980s action figures. Um, yeah. He says they're dirty, wounded, and tired, but they still have to finish this game of poker that started before they were attacked by Cobra. He said Airborne is leaned forward with his face in his hands. Ripcord is angrily throwing cards across the table, and Wild Bill is sitting there with a shocked look on his face, holding a pair of kings. Ace is scooping up the cash with his with his cards, showing a full house. <laughs> uh, aces and eights. He says on the wall is a, right. he. I think he threw this in here to kiss our ass, but he put on the wall is a Star Joe's poster. Uh, he says it'll be. He says it'll be called dogs playing poker. Uh, and he says, "Oh yeah, yeah." So, and I mentioned to him, I was like, "So you're playing on the whole idea of dog fighting and all that type of stuff." He says, "He, he says, yeah." He says, "You get me." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, just like that classic, you know, dog yeah, poker. Dog right. poker yeah. And these are a bunch of old dogs playing poker and stuff. Right. Like nice. That, right? So, so, um, so that was his idea. I, I agree with you. I, not that obviously you would do an amazing job with it, but also I think you're 100 percent correct that that would be something Shannon would just eat up. So, yeah, he would blow that out of the water. I mean, it's something I would enjoy, but I think, um, yeah, again, I mean, that's just kind of two sides of it, yeah. and uh, I can work out the details with him or yeah. see what he thinks. So yeah, so so email him, email Robert, yeah. and uh, you guys can talk it out and everything else. So. Any any updates to report on uh, my Superman commission or Ryan's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy commission? Oh yeah, Chuck Chuck was bashing you earlier, by the way. Nice. So, I how was I bashing? I pulled out uh, Chuck's commission and I looked at it thoroughly before I set it aside and worked on something else. <laughs> nice. 
so that's the, that's my update on that one. <laughs> All right, um, cool, cool. Uh, Ryan's cover, I haven't even looked at yet. <laughs> I'm ahead of you in line. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's kind of that's another thing. I mean, just right now, I, I'm actually closed on my commissions because I have so many I have to catch up on first, and yeah. I've got to get through that list before I take on any new ones. Okay. <laughs> now and that's uh, where we're at, people. So don't ask us because we don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here is a, a voicemail that uh, from an old friend of ours. Star Joe's, it's Chewy. How are you? It's been a long time since I've called in. Uh, I'm actually calling on New Year's Eve, so Happy New Year, gentlemen. I uh, hope things are well. I just uh, got done to listening to um, the Chuck Declassified episode, and uh, even though I've gone on record in the past as saying, Chuck, sir, you are an idiot, uh, I have to kind of recant that a little bit, uh, because when it comes to Van Halen, sir, you absolutely chose the correct path because Van Hagar is absolutely the way to go. Uh, happy New Year, gentlemen. Keep up the great work. Uh, Brian, I hear uh, that you got yourself a new job, so congratulations. Uh, Chuck, I hope that uh, same sort of news is forthcoming, and uh, I'll talk to you guys in 2014. Have a good one, gentlemen. Bye. All right, so that was our good old buddy Chewy. Always awesome to hear from him. Uh, it's been a long time since we heard a voicemail from him. Yeah. So was, was happy to be able to play that, even though it was like, Three months delayed because someone wasn't, <laughs> someone wasn't here. <coughs> me, me, me. Um, but uh, th- that Chuck, you're, you're an idiot, is my f- probably my favorite clip ever. That's your favorite little clip. That's yeah. my favorite clip ever. So put it on a loop. I thank Chewy for that. So, all right. So why don't we get into some issues and then we'll get into our nominations. All right. Sound good? Oh. All right, so we'll go into our From Springfield to Tatooine. From Springfield to Tatooine. All right, so we, again, <laughs> surprise, surprise, have a lot of issues to cover. Um, Did you read any of them? I read all of them. Oh, okay. Did you read any of them? Sure. <laughs> 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 Uh, we're going to do a brief summary with You're them because you, someone was complaining about uh, some people were complaining because we didn't really do much of a summary on any of these last time because we had a lot of them. Who complained? These are all issues. I'm not going to call them out. Call them out. Um, these are all issues that wrap up 2013. So we have a whole nother batch for 2014 to cover next time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that we have Chuck on, which will probably be uh, July. Yeah. At least the 4th <laughs> of July. Plan on it. Book me. <laughs> Book him. So... <laughs> All right, so the first one we'll cover here is sadly the last issue of G.I. Joe the Cobra Files. Uh, Chuck, what what did you give this? It was number nine. Number nine. Yeah, um, it was a good title. I'm sorry to see it go. Yep. Um, I it, it wrapped up. You know, I, I think it could have went a little longer. Well, the title I would agree could have went longer. Um, it was okay. I would give this a buy. I've given almost every issue of this a buy because I love it that much. I think it was a great wrap-up. Uh, you have... We had death. You had death. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, remember, always spoilers when it comes to the, these episodes. Yeah. Um, we have, you know... People die. Tomax <laughs> getting the upper hand on Clockspring. Clockspring realizing that he's been used the whole time. Dead. Uh, sacrifices himself. Yeah. He, he goes out heroically. Yeah, he's um, a little heroic traitor. Well, yeah. Whatever. But, <laughs> Whatever. But he sacrifices life for everyone else. Uh, Flint was a badass in, in the book, as no surprise there. Um, <laughs> he was out doing his laundry. 
No, he wasn't. <laughs> um, the character I felt really bad for, oh, except for uh, aside from Firewall, who got killed. Yeah, Firewall got killed. Yeah. Um, Chameleon. But Chameleon. Yeah. Uh, she's just kind of off on her Back own. Back on now. her own again. Yeah. Yeah. She she's not with Cobra anymore. She's not with GI Joe anymore. She's just off on her own. I hope that she's a character that we see again. She might reoccur. Yeah. Um, so that would that would be cool uh, if that was the case. So um, then we have uh, GI Joe. Number 11, this is the ongoing G.I. Joe. This is the one with Roadblock and Heavy Duty. Yeah, I like that one, uh, the family connection between those two. Yeah, awesome. this was awesome. You were talking about, um, you just mentioned with Cobra Files, how you wish it went another issue. Yeah. I wish this one went another issue. I wish it was at least a two-issue arc. I think it was good with the one. I just I mean, feel... You don't want to overkill it. Well, the thing is, I liked the story that was told here, but I would have liked to seen what happened afterwards, because what basically happens is, Heavy Duty and Roadblock, they're both in the military. They both play, they're playing video games against each other. And then Roadblock gets a message that Heavy Duty died yeah, but in, in yeah. combat. Well, then he finds, he sees, he goes to play that video game again, and he sees His Heavy, user, heavy mean, Duty's yeah. Uh, avatar yeah. in the game. And he tracks him down. Like, second Heavy Duty sees that Roadblock's in the game, he leaves the game. And then Roadblock tracks him down and actually finds the pit. Yeah, and he sneaks into the pit, uh, and it gets captured because he thinks his his cousin is something wrong with his cousin. Yeah, he's not alive. He's not dead. He's still alive. Right. And he finds out he's in GI Joe, and that's how they recruit him. And they basically and heavy and like Hawk asks like, well, what should what do you think we should do with with him now? And and Heavy Duty's like, well, how about uh, give him a job? Yeah. And he's like, his call sign's Roadblock. Yeah. And. Uh, I would have liked to have seen what happened after that. I'd have liked to have seen it the, the other way around, where Roadblock is the older guy and Heavy Duty's brought yeah. this way, but yeah. whatever. Um, but it, the way they did it gives a good spotlight to Roadblock. So yeah, that's good. I like so it. I really, I really, really enjoyed that one. So yeah, I'd give it a buy. Um, now we got GI Joe Real American Hero number one ninety seven. This is uh, Larry Hama and Shannon Gallant or Gallant, however he wants you to say it. Um, it changes. <laughs> it changes the left and right. <laughs> Daily. Um, this we have, we find out that there's some, uh, the those that were had kidnapped, uh, was it Grunt? Uh, yeah, and Lola. Yeah. They're actually bats with super high artificial intelligence. Um, that's the one thing I didn't really care about. <laughs> really? Well, they act the way, they act way too much like a normal person. Yeah, there's that's the whole idea of that. I know, but that's... No, Destro's working. Ridiculous. Yeah, but later on it's explained a little bit more how everything's going on with them. Yeah. I liked it. I liked, I liked it. the whole story. I liked it. At least I said, that's the only part I didn't like is I just felt, okay, if they're bats, they shouldn't be that much like a human being. But that's, um, that's, well, that's, that's kind of, that's I mean, with it now. Yeah. I, I understand. I mean, that's where, that's where you, I think your nostalgia is kind of fighting yeah, what makes sense, yeah. you know, with yeah. like more modern technology or where sure. at least it could be going. You know, especially if it's a battle android. Yeah. It doesn't mean it has, it's not a battle robot trooper, you know? Yeah. I do like, I do really like uh, the part with, um, well, I guess one of the things that bothers me with it too is just the fact that they they almost seem to have feelings and emotions and stuff like that, which is good. <laughs> but then, You don't have feelings. But then. <laughs> suck it up. <laughs> buttercups. But then they mention in the story that they don't have feelings and emotions. And I'm like. Right. Well, you yeah. So it's kind of contradicting yeah. or contradicting itself. Yeah. Now, the part I really liked was that Cobra Commander has pretty much taken over the pit. Yeah. And Snake Eyes and Scarlet. They're with, in there. Yeah. But they, they sneak in with. Timber, well, well, it's, the, it's descendant of timber, the descendant yeah. of timber, yeah. 
And we do. There's no way a dog wolf can last 30 years. Right. I get that. (laughs) But um, the thing that I found really funny, especially relating to the animated show, uh, Robert, you'll appreciate this, is on the one panel, it looks like Junkyard has glowing eyes. Nice. <laughs> He's still being controlled. So I don't know if Shannon did that, that on purpose weird. or. Because <laughs> well, you know, he, he, he does listen. When so. the dark, you know. Oh yeah. Eyes glow. Oh yeah. And if they if they really wanted to throw it back to the the, the old series, they would. Uh, glow. They'd have Snake Eyes in disguise with a baseball cap right. on. <laughs> and uh, it would be Timber who actually breaks them out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, then we have uh, GI Joe Special Missions number ten. Uh, which I have heard, I think we mentioned it before, I've heard this title is getting canceled, uh, it's ending. Uh, I wish I could say I'm sad to see that happen. Not a moment too soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's because it hasn't been what people have been asking Special Missions to be. Nah. I, I'm sad it's happening because it's going to get looked at as Special Missions is a failure. Failure, right. Of a property to put out, and I think it just wasn't done properly. The execution so, was a failure, not, yeah. not the title. Um, because this really should have been the Joe's. It should have been what old special missions was, which is the Joe's yeah. handling other things and other not than Cobra and focusing on other characters in Joe, not yeah. just one team all the time. Yeah. So that's exactly. It was it was interesting because I pitched I pitched that to IDW and John Barber. Right. I'm trying to think when. Wasn't when that it was. when you were doing was, Snake Eyes? Yeah, it was. It was towards the tail end of when I was doing Snake Eyes, and I was like, hey. Um, just because I was I was a little just in general kind of upset with kind of how the story of Snake Eyes was going because that wasn't what we had pitched and it, it wasn't really what I signed on for. Right. And while I certainly love drawing Snake Eyes, um, I was like, you know, here's another idea of something I would really like to work on. And we pitched Special Missions kind of like I think how we wanted to see it done, yeah. you know, which is like a small rotating cast of characters. Yep. And it's a one and done missions, maybe a two issue arc at the most. And uh, and they're they might encounter cobra but for the most part it would be more other threats you know yeah. that could be anywhere from uh just gang riots to other organizations that are somehow associated or affiliates with cobra yeah, or the know? october or, guard oh, oh, yeah, yeah exactly the regard, I mean, red shadows. There's, so, there's so many other things and it's not like you're taking the whole joe team it's not like you have to have it even tie into the other major arcs because you're just taking this small cast to go do this one mission and take care of it yep and the best part about it is it's a way to spotlight characters that you rarely get to see that are in, you know entangled in the yeah, larger it's story. It's a way to keep copyrights alive. But there's too. hundreds, yeah. There's hundreds of characters to use, so yeah. so why not? And I pitched it, and he goes, "Oh man, yeah, that would be really cool." But we actually just lined up a special missions book, and so they, <laughs> somebody beat me to the punch, but they've kind of taken it in a different direction. Yeah. So. Um, this one I I give a low borrow to. Um, I kind of like the story because they're hunting down Destro. Yeah. Um, I don't care for personally Paul Gulacy's art. Um, I don't like it either. To I'm be honest with you. I'm not a fan of it really all that much. Here's something funny too. Here's something that kind of turned me off a little bit from this also. Um, either Chuck Dixon is taking notes from Larry Ham or Larry Ham is taking notes from Chuck Dixon because they also introduce oh. battle android troopers that act very much like humans in this story. Mm-hmm. And it's like this little girl standing there and these thugs come up to like uh tell her she's in the wrong neighborhood and then she just kills all Wolverine claws on her. Yeah, she yeah. she just kills them all. Slashes them. And you see that her face was ripped a little bit and underneath is this android. Um and here it's it's basically the next 
stage in the battle android troopers right and i'm like well, yeah, okay just trying to sell it off to other yeah but uh, i'm like oh, okay i'm already reading that in a real american hero yeah. <laughs> so who's somebody's copying somebody so. yeah, maybe they're trying to tie it together who knows um it just seems too much of a coincidence that oh we both came up with this idea um now we go uh into dc universe versus masters of the universe number three uh, oh, yeah, I'm, wait, I'm waiting to read this. I, I have them all downloaded. I haven't read them yet. We won't, no, spoil, really, really we won't spoil too much for you. I really like the art in this. Yeah, I really I really enjoy this series. Um, there's only like six issues, though, right? Yeah, um, there's only going to be six issues. Uh, the thing I really like is if you're reading Masters of the Universe, they actually make reference to this story. Yeah. So they are making sure it's cool. part of the continuity. Yeah. Um, you do find out who the big bad is in this, which I think will play yeah. a big factor in the main Masters of the Universe book at some point. Um, so, Robert, we won't spoil that for you. Um, but there's a big battle with, you know, you have Hawkman versus uh, Stratos and nice. and uh, Simon Baz, Green Lantern versus Roboto, and you got... Um, you got uh, John Jones, uh, Martian Manhunter versus Battle Cat, and Green Arrow versus Man at Arms. So it's a it's a cool some cool fights going on and everything yeah. else. So it, it's well. Worth I know when you out. first when you first hear the the idea of the book, you're like, "That's weird," you know, just to take <laughs> two such diverse properties and throw them together. But I mean, it's it's exactly what we do on Battleground. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're just like taking two characters that we think would be a fun matchup and then seeing what happens. I'm like, that's great that they're yeah. basically it's, having a story revolve around. It's that. what we've been wanting to have happen. It's what we always say we want to see happen, and they're doing it, which is really yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm loving the series. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it too. So, uh, Star Wars number twelve. This is the ongoing by Brian Woods or Brian Wood. Um, Woods, James Woods. Right. <laughs> Love James Woods. Um, so this is kind of a wrap-up of everything that's led up to uh, the whole first year of this title. And I'm really sad that this title obviously is going to have to end uh, once it goes back to Marvel. Yeah. Um, but we have, you know, Han makes it back to back to the fleet, and he has, you know, a new, new person with him uh, that he had picked up along the way. Um so it's a, it's a new character that I think is is pretty cool. Um, we also have uh, you know Luke parting ways with the woman that he loves, and because uh, she decides it's best to leave the fleet. To leave it, yeah. And then we have you know Vader at, at the very end. He's getting information about uh, tracking down the rebels, and then we get told that the rebels have now found their new home. The only thing that was disappointing was it says to be continued in issue number 15, but first five days of the Sith. So it's like, we're not mm. going to find this. This story won't continue for a couple more issues. Yeah. So that was the only thing disappointing with it. Other than that, I mean, at, which is really nothing to be upset about with this issue. <laughs> um, right. I love this title. It's one of my favorites. So um, that was a definite buy. Man, I'm really curious to see. I mean, they, they'll wrap up the story, you know, I guess, with some kind of ending. So hopefully it's a nice self-contained, you know, this thing of Star Wars. And yeah. I'm wondering when the property goes to Marvel, what they'll do with, like, 
with the canon. You know, what yeah. I mean? like, I'm very. Do they acknowledge this? Do they reboot it? I would hate for them to reboot it. I've, I've heard. I've heard they're going to do that. I've right? heard it's going to be a reboot because what they're basically saying is that everything that's going to be done in the comics and the books going forward will count as much as the movie. Now, I don't see that actually being true because I can't imagine that. Because if that's the case, you will never see anything really of any significance happen in the books or the or the comics. Because right. if you do something significant, then you're basically telling everyone you need to be reading the comics, and people just aren't going to necessarily do that. And and it, and it would determine what they do in the movie, which they're not going to allow a comic book to determine to a future a movie. movie. Exactly, exactly. It's not like they're going to say previously in the Star Wars comic book. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'd be awesome if they did. <laughs> yeah, uh, they'd have more comic sales. Than I was going to say comic sales would go up. Hey, maybe that's what they will do. Who knows? I doubt it. Probably not. It'd be a smart move. They would sell more comics. They want to sell the movie, not the comic, though. But you can you could sell both. So people are going to go see the movie anyways. You might, might as well get them to buy the comic too. Well, I'm going to see it. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to buy the comic too. Well, yeah, they uh, got your money. <laughs> You're not the target audience. They've already got your money. Yeah, I am the target audience. <laughs> no, not really. They've already got your money. Oh, uh, true. They're going to get it no matter what. Right? Targeting people who probably won't go right. see it. All right, so then we have uh, the Star Wars number three. Um, I gave this a borrow, um, kind of giving this whole series a borrow. Yeah, I'm not really... I love the art. I think the art's really good. Uh, the dialogue is really flat. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I haven't really been liking it. Yeah, I do... Because, like I said, the other one, Star Wars book is so good. Yeah. Well, the thing with this one is you have to forget, even though you're hearing all these familiar names and stuff like that, you have to forget that this is Star Wars. Like, if this was just a science fiction comic book, it would be an average science fiction comic book, which is why I give it a borrow. Because, like I said, the dialogue at times is kind of flat. And it's, it, yeah. I mean, even some of the later issues, uh, I felt the same way. Like, I've, read a, I've already read ahead past this issue. Um, there is a cool battle, I like, out in the desert with all the... Uh, the rioters and everything else. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but this would be something I would wait for the trade if, 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 if interested, if you're interested in it. So, um, then we have Dawn of the Jedi force war number one and number two. These, I would give a buy, especially after Robert and I covered the Dawn of the Jedi book. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Because it got me way more interested in this time maybe period. Maybe the book, because I, I just thought they were just okay. Yeah, I, or at least listen to the episode that we covered it on. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the art is gorgeous. Yeah. It's Jander Sema, uh, absolutely beautiful artwork. Um, you have Zesh, and he is becoming one with uh, the rest of the Jedi. He's shown them how to make uh, Force Sabers. Uh, which is basically light, lightsabers. He starts building up a romance, uh, gets, gets his, gets his, ac- get some action going on there for him. Yeah. Uh, and like all this happens and I can tell you it's all leading up to something. Cause again, I read the next issue past, uh, number two. So I, I've read three, I think only number three so far. Um, and, it is leading to to some really cool reveals, so cool. so it's it's worth reading. Um, then we have uh, Star Wars Legacy number nine and number ten, and this is the stories of Anya Solo. Um, I give these a borrow. I give them a borrow. They're getting better. 
I do think it's getting better because she's kind of building her cast around her. Yeah. Um, they do save the people of, uh, I think it was the original planet was a Qual, a uh, where all the Mahalamari were and, and everything else. Uh, Aquile, I think it's, it's something along those lines. So this kind of wraps up that story. Uh, these two issues, number nine, and number 10, wrap up that story where they, they save those people that were being used as slaves. Uh, their planet's been poisoned. So, cause this is way in the far future where the Mon Calamari's pl- home world is, is the water's poison and everything else. Um, we get some cool Jedi battle scenes against some Sith. Then we have Star Wars Darth Vader and the Cry of Shadows. Uh, and this is number one of this. Yeah, that was pretty cool. This one I really liked. I liked that one. That was pretty cool. Uh, this is a definite buy. This one focuses on Vader, but it also focuses on a clone trooper who was kind of left for dead. Yeah. And what he does, he he uh, finds his, his way back. Like You kind of see some of his training that he went through, but he's just laying in a cave uh, thinking back to everything. And how Vader, he feels like Vader abandoned him. And uh, he finds his way back to a town. And I, I already read number two, and number two gets even more awesome. Does he become the Punisher? He's he's a really good character. Um, he's a real badass character. But I, I like the fact that they're focusing on a clone trooper rather than just focusing just Vader, on Vader. Yeah. So It's different, yeah. Yeah. Then we have uh, Transformers Regeneration number 95, 96, and 97. Uh, which this is the whole uh, the war to end all wars storyline. Um, this is a borrow for me. Uh, it's eh. it's okay. I, I'm kind of ready for this title to be done. I'm enjoying it. Like I'm I enjoy reading it, but I just don't need it to keep keep going. Like I'm, I was I was done with it. I, I canceled the book actually. I don't get it no more. Yeah, I mean after I done with it. after issue 100, I'm hoping this all builds up to something. It seems like it is. I think it builds up to issue 100 and it's done. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to stretch out to 100. I will say though, you get some cool things in like number 95. You get uh, Soundwave versus Blaster, which you always want to see. Um, those two characters should be up against each other. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, you get, uh, the Dinobots going up against all of these little, like, little cre- robotic creature demon dog things. Just like, uh, Thundar the Barbarian. Demon dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, you get Rodimus Prime versus Bludgeon, uh, and he, he takes out Bludgeon. I, I really, if anything, I like this title for the artwork more than the story. Cause I do really. Who's the artist? It's, uh, on? Guido Guidi. Oh yeah, He's yeah, awesome. and he, he just does these classic images of the Transformer, the Transformer characters that we all know and love. Um, you yeah. have Fortress Maximus playing a part in the story, uh, and that builds up for the the that builds up into issue number ninety eight, which uh, is the next issue after these three. So yeah, then we have uh, Dark Cybertron, which takes place so. F- the issues we're covering, which are all from two thousand thirteen, there's Dark Cybertron number one. And then there is Transformers More Than Meets the Eye, number 23 and 24, and Robots in Disguise, number 23 and 24. So these are parts 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. Um, I am really enjoying this. I, I don't know where you the are, Chuck. Dark Cybertron? Yeah, yeah Dark Cybertron. It's all right. It's okay. I, I, 
honestly, I, I would wait until it's completed and done to see, you know, exactly where it goes and we can give you an idea about it. But yeah. this is something you want to, if it's, it'll be put in a trade. That is the one thing just, I just wait for a trade. Yeah. I will say that's one thing I will agree with is that it, it is good to wait for the trade to get all in one sitting because yeah. what I've done is I've actually let these issues build up to chunk read them and I'll chunk read them. I'll yeah. read like three to four at a time and I am enjoying it a lot more that way. What you basically have is you have one of the Titans coming back. Shockwave is, has brought back one of the the Titans like Metroplex type thing. It's not Metroplex, but it's it's something like that. Uh, And he's taking over Cybertron and he's just, it's stomping right through and it's little, it's, it carries some of the dead universe with it as Mm -hmm. well as being alive. So it's kind of, it's not alive or dead. So it's very difficult to defeat like a zombie. Yeah, um, and like Optimus Prime goes back to the Dead Universe to try to stop what's happening on that side. Uh, Hot Rod is trying to find his way back to Cybertron. Starscream's trying to stop what's happening on Cybertron uh, because he's in charge of Cybertron. But you know, it's, of course, because it's Starscream, it's falling to ruins <laughs> under his command. Yeah. Uh, Rat Trap is a really cool character. He's kind of a conniving little guy, right. as you'd imagine, like a rat would be. Um, Metalhawk returns. Yeah, Metalhawk, yeah. <laughs> uh, he comes for, back for a while. For a little while. So um, I will say, getting past issue, or part five, it's really heating up. Uh, the battle is getting bigger and badder and, and everything else. And uh, so I'm, I, I'm really enjoying it, but I will agree. I think it's probably something good to yeah, have they, in a trade. trade yeah. The cool thing is, you do have all the writers and artists collaborating on it. So, like, yeah, it does cross a couple of different uh, books. Like you said, um, more than meets the eye than robots yeah. in disguise. And they're all happening in the same book. So you're having actually three, I assume three art, it looks like three artists all working on one book, but they're only drawing the part of the story that they're responsible for. Right. So the stuff with Optimus is being done by uh, uh, Raymond Uh You have the stuff that's happening with Hot Rod, uh, which is Rodimus Prime, that I assume is uh, being done by, I can't remember who the artist typically is on, on more than meets the eye, but it's the typical artist on more than meets the eye. And then you have Andrew Griffith, who's doing the stuff with, um, with Starscream and everything else, because he, he's the normal artist on robots in disguise. So, um, and then the last few that we have here, we have uh, teenage mutant Ninja turtles, uh, micro series villains, shredder. Uh, this was number eight of the micro series villains. Who's the Who's the creative team on that? That is uh, story is by Dan Duncan and Paul Allure. And oh yeah, and yeah, the art cool. by the arts Herring. by Dan Duncan. So, well, what what does Herring do? I'm sorry. It says Herring. Herring is oh on the cover. He that's the colors. Oh, okay. Ian Herring. Um, I like this. It shows a lot of Shredder's past. Shredder's past, yeah. I thought it was okay. Um, not anything really crucial. No, it's not crucial, but it does give you more insight into who Shredder is. Yeah. Um, I will say Ro- uh, Robotech Voltron is way better than the Voltron. It's better than Voltron by itself, but to me it's just eh. The art is far better. I think the art reminds me very much of the cartoons of both Robotech yeah. and Voltron. Yeah, the, the art's okay. It's um, just... I like how they're bringing the two worlds together. I did feel it was a quick read. I, I went through it really fast, and then the next issue didn't come out for like two, three months. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that's not helping it. <laughs> um, I knew. That's weird. I don't know why they would solicit it without the work already done. I don't know because it's only supposed to, specifically on the first three issues or something. Well, not only that, but it's supposed to be a mini series, anyways. Why? And yeah. it's not relying on any other type of title. So why not just wait till the whole thing's done and then release it? Maybe they want yeah, to stop the number one and see what the sales were if they even continued like, it. Yeah, like number two. Possibly. Just came out recently. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I I enjoy it, but I'm a big fan of Voltron. I'm a big fan of Robotech. I think if you're a fan of both, you're going to get a lot of nods to characters and everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that what I would enjoy. say. I would I would I would agree with that. Only the hardcore fans of Robotech or Voltron are really going to enjoy that because there's definitely a lot of references that yeah. you will not get if you're not I, a fan of them. Yeah, and if you're just a casual fan like me, you can just let it go. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, but for someone like, uh, Bill, yeah. he used to be on ETM, he's, he loves yeah. both of those. You got someone like Grub, uh, so I would say check it out. Like I said, again, I love the art. The art I think is, is way better, way yeah. better. And I think it's very reminiscent of the, old cartoons. the cartoons yeah. and everything else. So, um, all right. So that was all the issues that were from 2013. We haven't. Like a, we didn't even touch on 2014. We'll save that for next time. <laughs> well, half of it. Um, but now it is time to talk about the Roadhouse nominations. Oh yeah. People who really want to have a good time won't come to a slaughterhouse. We've got entirely too many troublemakers here. Pain don't hurt. All you have to do is follow three simple rules. One, never underestimate your opponent. Expect the unexpected. Two, take it outside. Never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. Three, be nice. If somebody gets in your face and calls you a cocksucker, I want you to be nice. Ask him to walk. Be nice. If he won't walk, walk him. But be nice. If you can't walk him, one of the others will help you. And you both be nice. I want you to remember that it's a job. It's nothing personal. you to be nice until it's time to not be nice. So, the Roadhouse nominations 
we uh, so since there is three of us now, uh, whenever possible, we have two nominations each. They could they could overlap in some cases for some co-hosts. There might not even be any nominations. Not mentioning any <laughs> names, um, but we all do our best. And yeah. as always, feel free to uh, do a write-in vote. You don't have to go with the nominations that we mention. Just realize that if you don't, the, the likelihood of other people voting for the same thing are probably slim to none. But that's okay. Kind of just give you a jumping off point. Yeah. Really. I mean, it's like, here are suggestions of ones that we liked, and then you, you're you more than welcome what, to take those. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Now, I'm going to real quickly go through all the titles that came out in 2013. Right. I'm going to do it fast. Ready to go. Um, so we have the Star Wars titles. We have, And these are all ones that are eligible uh, for voting. So we have, of the Star Wars titles, we have Star Wars Tyrant's Fist number two, Star Wars Ongoing numbers one through 12, Star Wars Agent of the Empire Hard Targets numbers four and five, uh, Dark Times, Fire Carrier numbers one through five, Dawn of the Jedi Prisoner of Bogan number three through five, uh, Clone Wars Defenders of the Lost Temple, Legacy, Star Wars Legacy, Volume 2, numbers 1 through 10. Darth Vader and the Ninth Assassin, numbers 1 through 5. Clone Wars Smuggler's Code. Dark Times, A Spark Remains, numbers 1 through 5. Star Wars, uh, The Star Wars, 1 through 4. Ewok, Shadow of Endor. Dawn of the Jedi, Force War, number 1 and 2. Darth Vader and the Cry of Shadows, number 1. And the Free Comic Book Day of Star Wars. So those are the Star Wars, that's the longest list. Cool. Here, I got the G.I. Joe titles, okay? Okay. All right, G.I. Joe titles. The G.I. Joe Real American Hero, numbers 186 through 197. Cobra, number 20 and 21. Cobra Files, number 1 through number 9. G.I. Joe Danger Girl, number 5. So that last one came out yep. still in 2013. So uh, G.I. Joe Volume 2, number 21. G.I. Joe Volume 3, numbers 1 through 11. Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, number 21, and G.I. Joe Special Missions, number 1 through number 10. Okay. And, Chuck, do you want to do the Transformers titles, your favorite? Oh, yeah. Transformers <laughs> suck. <laughs> so I, I guess I'll get that. I can't, I can't get Ninja Turtles or nothing, but I'll no. Transformers. All right, we got Robots in the Sky is 13 through 24, More Than Meets the Eye, 13 through 24. Regeneration uh, 1, it's number 87 through 97 into zero issue. And we got the Spotlight on Thundercracker, Megatron, Bumblebee, Trailcutter, Trailblazer, and Hoist, the Mars Attacks Transformers, which that, that blowed all kinds of... <laughs> uh, Transformers, Fall of Cybertron, and Dark Cybertron number one. Okay. And then with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, we had the ongoing series number 18 through 29, The Secret of the Foot Clan number one through four, uh, and then the uh, micro-series on Krang, Baxter Stockman, Old Hob, Alapex, Karai, Hun, Bebop and Rocksteady, and Shredder. And then we had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, New Animated Adventures, numbers one through six. All right, and then we had the Masters of the Universe titles. So we had He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, the miniseries, number six. Then the ongoing series, number one through eight. We had the Origin of He-Man, the Origin of Hordak, and DC versus the Masters of the Universe, numbers one through three. And I have the last two because I'm sure Chuck has absolutely no interest in saying them. It's the Voltron <laughs> titles. It's Voltron number 10 through 12 and Robotech Voltron number 1. Bionics. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then as we go through the categories, uh, if it needs some explanation, we'll throw that in. 
but I also, before we get into them, I do want to say how people can vote. Uh, you can vote by email. It's starjoespodcast at gmail.com. You can vote on the forums. It's forumforgeeks.com. So you can register and vote that way. You can vote on Facebook. What I did last year, and I'll do it again this year, is each day at the end of voting, I will put, well, almost each day, I will put up one of the categories and the nominations, and people can just write in the comments underneath that who they're voting for. Um, it worked really well last year to do it that way, yeah, so I'm going to do it again this year. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can reply, since that posts over to Twitter, you can also reply on Twitter and tell us who you're voting for. Uh, I'll keep up with all that stuff that's going on. And uh, if you really, really want to, you can even leave us a voicemail and tell us who you're voting for. Uh, and that is 440-941-JOES, J-O-E-S. So you can vote multiple times. We can't vote multiple times. I know, at Chuck and Robert, I know your guys' contact information, so I'll know if you're trying to vote multiple times. So what if I sign in as my wife in Facebook <laughs> and then comment? Then I will still know it's your wife. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, she has absolutely no interest in Star Wars. There's no way this could be her. <laughs> now, it is possible your sister could end up voting. That's true. Um, and she probably will multiple times. Yeah, because <laughs> she's she's up on all that type of stuff. So yeah. um, but you can you can vote multiple ways and every way counts as a vote, so you can totally stack the deck in your favor if you wish to. So we can't as hosts, but you guys can. We do however I wish I would have thought of that last year when I was yeah. like up cover or something like that. <laughs> however, <laughs> <laughs> we still get a vote, guys. I mean, you still can vote any way you guys want to. It's just it only counts one time for us. So so you still get to vote in all these categories. All right. Um, all right. So first category is best writer. Uh, so pretty self-explanatory who you thought did a great job in 2013. So, Chuck, you want to go ahead? Yeah, The uh, my, my nominations are for Brian Wood for Star Wars. Uh, the ongoing and the Kevin Eastman and the whole clan at the Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. Ongoing. And I had the, the exact same people. So you have, uh, it's Brian Wood for Star Wars and I had, it's, uh, Bobby Kernow, Kevin Eastman and Tom Waltz, uh, for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, I would also throw in there, I didn't put it in there, um, on my list, but I would also throw in there, uh, Mike Costa for Cobra Files. It was still awesome this, in 2013. Um, so we'll throw that in as a third one unless, and Robert, do you have any that writers in particular? <laughs> no, I had said, uh, I said Costa and then I had Eastman and Waltz too. So. Okay. So we'll, we'll have those three then, uh, in there. So that'll be good. Let me put, make sure I put Costa down. So I remember for later. Yeah. Um, then best artist, uh, I'll go first on, on this one. Uh, I have Carlos Dianda which is uh, on the right. Star Wars Star ongoing. Wars, yeah, he's awesome. And then I have uh, Jan Dersema, which is the artist on the Dawn of the Jedi miniseries. And, cool. Robert, do you have any artists in particular? Yeah, I had uh, John Royal. Okay. Who did the G.I. Joe Danger Girl, yep. uh, number five. And uh, what's his, I don't know his first name, Santa Lucia, Luca, for uh, Turtles. Oh, yeah, okay. Santo Luca. Go. Yeah, something like that. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that dude who draws awesome turtles. Yes, that guy. That guy. That guy. <laughs> All right, and uh, Chuck. And um, Popman. 
Okay. For the He-Man. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shannon Gallant for the uh, continued work on uh, G.I. Joe. A real American hero. And we got nice. Carlos Descento, like you already mentioned. Deanda. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, then we have best cover for 2013. Uh, Robert, did you have any covers in particular that stood out for you that you recall? Yeah, on uh, the the mini series for He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, number six, it was that kind of painted-looking cover okay. with, like, He-Man on Skeletor. Uh, and it's part of a larger, like, uh, triptych yeah. that has, you know, all the characters on it. But th- for that cover, it was just the He-Man and Skeletor part of it. But I, I'm talking, like, the huge fold-out thing, yeah. which if you need a scan of it, I can send you a JPEG. But I could, that was it. that's pretty awesome. And I will say, too, uh, just for our fans to... to to know when we're talking best cover, this does not include variant covers unless it's like a A and B cover. Like right. if they do A, B, C type covers, those are eligible. But when it's like the actual incentive covers, we do not include that in best cover because that would not be fair to anyone. Because <laughs> those are okay. those are usually the really awesome covers. <laughs> All right, I was gonna say I didn't know if this one was or not. I, I didn't know that going into it, but no, that's okay. I, didn't, uh, I think the artist on this is Dave Wilkins. Okay. So I I looked it up and I think that's who it was. Okay. Uh, the other cover I liked was um, uh, Team and T number twenty two. Okay. Um, again by uh, Santa Luca. Yeah. And it's the one where like Raphael's falling. He's like upside down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of falling, and it has like a backdrop of just character stuff going on. But just like just the action of him falling, it just looks so beat up. And so yeah. I, I just love his take on the turtles. And so I was really uh. I thought that just looked really awesome. So for me, that was it made me want to read the book. So cool, awesome. Uh, Chuck, what do you have for this? Uh, well, the Star Wars number one, the Masters of the Universe. Well, Star Wars, the ongoing, the ongoing Star series number one, yeah. right? And then I had um, He Man number one, the cover with the He Man and the sword. Plus, I also had the alternate cover with Skeletor, right, in front of uh, like Snake Mountain and stuff like yeah. that. So that was awesome. Yeah. Um. So I had uh, Star Wars number 12, which is the one we just covered, which actually has, like, Han, Leia, and Luke. And then there's, like, a X-Wing uh, sh- sh- that has their heads, but then it has, like, an X-Wing going after, like, two TIE fighters and stuff. And it's called Leia's Decision. Um, and then The Star Wars number one. Because even, even though that story might not be the yeah. best, the covers are amazing. Um, they're very cool. They remind me of the old style movie posters and stuff like that. Yeah. So I really like, don't, yeah, this is my nomination. Well, you fine. can't, don't bad mouth my nomination. <laughs> wrong, no, it's not. Thus, the Star Wars number one, <laughs> the covers are awesome. So. It's like that old art, um, the guy, what's his face, uh, Ralph uh, McQuarrie. Yeah. Sort of like that, yeah. Yeah, except not at all, but it's okay. It, sort of. Um, so anyway, <laughs> well, that's, they, they think there are other, you know, yeah. interpretations. Of I'm trying to remember the artist that I'm trying to think of who, oh, does the, yeah, who does the old, like Indiana Jones posters and the old star Wars posters that I can't remember. I know who you're thinking of. He's, uh, he's passed he's away. Passed away yeah. yeah. But I can't remember what his name was. They don't look like that good. They, they, they remind me of that style. Oh, though. Well, they're not that good. Oh, jeez. I'm just saying. Don't bad mouth my nominations. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't waste it. Wasted wow, man. Yeah, I, I just saw it. Yeah, that Star Wars number 12 cover, that is awesome. Yeah, it is really one, cool. Yeah, that's a good one. So Dang, that is so good. Yeah, it was really cool. And that, uh, that was Hugh Fleming that did that one. So Hugh Fleming? Hugh Fleming. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, best ongoing title. So these are ongoing series. 
Um, I had, uh, or Chuck, you can go ahead. It's your, you're up. Right. Well, I had uh, the Ninja Turtles, TMNT, and yeah. I had uh, the animated series as okay. well. Okay. So both of those, I really enjoyed both of those. Okay. Uh, Star Wars and the Masters. You only get two nominations. I had <laughs> you get two nominations. Two. Why well, didn't they come through with any? Pick so. what two? <laughs> All right. No. Oh dang! I see how it is. Wow. <laughs> well, no. Well, the turtles and I the animated we... turtles, and I'll go with the, uh, He-Man and Star Wars. Wow, <laughs> No, that's fine. Well, because I was going to say the the Ninja Turtles ongoing, yeah. and I was going to say uh, He-Man. Okay. So then, all right, well, then I'll take Chuck can say animated, animated and Ninja Star Wars. Wars. So okay. they're, they're all coming. Well, mine were there. TMNT and Star Wars. Cause, well, they're all there then. Because they're awesome. Those are the big boys. All right. Ch- Chuck doesn't like to follow the rules ever. There's probably right. there's probably something in his list that didn't even happen in 2013. Probably. <laughs> um. Best one shot or mini series? Well, I put the G.I. Joe Danger Girl, so I'm glad it actually made it in. <laughs> well, it's I not your that. turn to go first. <laughs> well, I, I I follow my own rules. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, go ahead since you started. So uh, G.I. Joe, Joe Danger Girl. Danger Girl. Yeah, okay. that's all I had. That's all you had? Okay. I didn't put that one only because I had put it in last year, so I was like, that's the only reason I avoided it this year. Um, so I said the uh, Star Wars A Spark Remains. Uh, I really did like how that one uh, highlighted Darth Vader, and it wrapped up the whole uh, Jess, uh, Das Jenner story, which I really liked. And then Transformers Fall of Cybertron, which was originally a digital comic, and then they did a one shot that collected all the digital. So it wasn't even it wasn't even a trade; it was just a like a thicker graphic novel type okay. thing. Well, since I only did one, I'll go ahead and put the the DC Universe versus Masters Universe. Okay. So we'll throw that in there. Okay. And then, Robert, did you have any one-shots or minis? Yeah, the, I had the the Secret of the Foot Clan. Okay. Uh, one through four. And I thought that was just mostly because just the fact that they're delving into the history. Yeah. Uh, any any books I think do that just really intrigued me. Yeah. And um, so I like the concept of it more than anything else. Um, and then um, I'll say He-Man and the Masters of the Universe miniseries just because... It, it, we just got the book yeah. just because it came out, just because they did it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah I think, awesome. I mean, there was some weirdness about it, and, I, you know, it, it never felt like the classic, you know, He-Man to me, but at the same time, I just, it was cool to see the characters on page. No, like absolutely. That made it worth it. So. No, I thought Those it was... Those Yeah, I thought that was great, too. I, I really enjoyed that, and, yeah, I loved The Secret of the Foot Clan. I thought that was a really good story. Um, it was this was a hard category because there was a lot of one shots out. You had all those spotlight the turtles, the turtles, the micro series, yeah, yeah transformers. Yeah, both of those. I, I if I had read more of those, I think I'd have a better. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I, I those are all ones that I, I, I want to read that I wish I had gotten to. For yeah, this, the but. Thundercracker one was really good too. Yeah, the Thundercracker one was good. So, um, so best story, and when we mean best story of of uh, 2013. This could be a story arc inside of the ongoings. You could even still pick the miniseries or a one-shot. It could be a single issue. It doesn't have to be multiple issues. Mm-hmm. It's just whatever you felt was uh, best story of, of 2013. So I'll go first this time because Chuck's gone first twice already. All right. Well, I'm going to say. <laughs> no. For, uh, <laughs> for me, it was uh, City Fall, which is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah, in yeah. issues 22 yeah. through 28. That was awesome. And then The House Always Wins, which is Cobra Files number 7 through 9. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with City Fall, too. Okay. Anything else? 
that's that's all I got. Okay, Robert, did you have anything for story? No, unfortunately, I mean, there's so many of these I hadn't read yet. I think City Fall was one of the few that I had, okay. and uh, and of course I really liked it. So mm-hmm. that's mine. Okay, worst story of the year, and we don't. This is the only negative category we have, but it just <laughs> we have we're caving to the man and getting rid of all the negative categories. We have so many snarfs during the year and stuff like that. We need to. I mean, we need to well, point out yeah. when the story wasn't so strong. Every I mean, every everything we read about Voltron was a bag of dicks. So, <laughs> so you pick <laughs> Voltron issues ten through twelve, which yeah, were the only ones in in two thousand thirteen. Just horrible. Um, I said uh, less than zero, which is the Transformers Regeneration one number zero. Just that one issue. I had such a hard time following what the hell was happening. I didn't enjoy it. It was a chore to read. Um, so I didn't like it. I liked the art in it, but I really, the story, I was completely lost. And then uh, Origin of Hordak, I didn't care for it at all. Oh, I liked it. I know you're the only one that I've seen that has said he liked it. Even even and Zodak, yeah, I liked it. Even Straight Edge He-Man, who is a big He-Man fan, said he did it. not care for it. Oh, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> so well, that's because you suck Motu's wow, go ahead and RHP so wow. constantly. Um, well, I just, you know, I didn't like it. I didn't, let, I didn't I like the, right. I didn't like the art. I didn't <laughs> like the story. I thought it was weak. I didn't like the art in special missions, but I mean, you know, yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, Robert, I know this might be a touchy category for you, so I don't know if you want to abstain. <laughs> um, yeah. Which one of your friends I, blew this year? <laughs> no, exactly. I was going to say, um, maybe snake eyes and storm shadow 21. Okay. Like maybe that could have been better. <laughs> you know what? That was lacking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. Yeah, it it really didn't. I mean, actually, for me, like production. I mean, that was what obviously I worked on, and just yeah. production wise, it didn't uh, work out the way we expected. Yeah, I didn't think the art was yeah, very kind of, good. There was a missing sword from panel to panel. <laughs> <laughs> the art was so weak on that See, story. <laughs> that one I did. That one I did the layouts on, Back. and they were. I drew them. You know, like three inches wide by maybe four inches tall, okay. and then no thinking that I would finished this myself and then the, the, the book just because of deadlines and stuff it got given to, it was given to somebody else to finish so they were finishing yep. the book based on my basically my little doodle yeah my yeah. sketches yeah. you know and then when i saw it came out it was a weird amalgam of my stuff but yeah you know not drawn the way i would have done it right and then on top of it on top of it for it to be like a snake eyes storm shadow 21 i mean you really especially a silent issue yeah it's got like that carries that. weight yeah. It, yeah and the story like it just didn't you know it just didn't have that significance and so i was kind of let down I, I so think, it was unfortunate that it was happened to be what i worked on but i mean even if i hadn't worked on it i'd say that one. <laughs> I, think, I think that's a wise move to, to call yourself out on that so yeah you don't piss off any of your friends Um, (laughs) All right, so the next two categories I think are fun ones, and I actually changed what they were called this year. In the past, we called it uh, Best Character of the Year and Worst Character of the Year, but that wasn't really what we meant by it. We meant, so what we did is I've actually called it this this year, I actually called it Character with the Best Year in 2013. So these are the characters that stood out or just had really good things going for them during the year. So uh, Robert... Uh, I don't know if you have any that really stood out for you that you felt had a good year in 2000. No, I'm going to, well, I'm going to say He-Man. Okay. I mean, uh, just the emergence of him in, in comics and, um, and, uh, you know, just kind of, I mean, the way he's been introduced, it makes it, uh, you know, how do you, how do you take a character like that? You know, that's so like, 
it's not like with G.I. Joe, you had, say, the old animated series, which was a little hokey, right? Yeah. Obviously, we know that. Yep. But but you had the comics, which were serious and well done. And, and it, you know what I mean? Like, there was a, a depth to each of the characters. With He-Man, you have the, the cartoons, which it, it does create a, a, a huge canon, yep. right, yep. of material. But it's all based on, like, 80s... Uh, rhetoric and censorship and what could they get away with and you know wh- what they could and couldn't show and so there's only so much you can get into somebody's character or the gray areas you know what I mean yeah and so the fact that we get to see this character in comics and you have a little bit more flexibility with what to do with them I think is really exciting and, yeah. and he's had so much content come out um, in, in the last year I think it's really cool so he's my vote very cool oh wait do I get two or you get one? two if you want if you have another one that uh, come back to me. Okay, all right. Wait a second. <laughs> all right, Chuck. What what do you have? I had uh, Abby Chase, the Danger Girl. Okay. Mm. And uh, GI Joe's mainframe. Yep. Just because he's like in every comic. Yeah. And he's like a focal point, uh, like another background character brought to the main. Yeah. Forefront. I had mainframe also. I mean, he he gets kind of gets Scarlet. Yeah. Uh, he gets sort of, kind, kind of, of. He, he, <laughs> sort of, kind of. He becomes a lead character. Better than not at all. Yeah, yeah he's like the head, <laughs> one of the head people on in special, special missions. missions yeah. Whether you like the title or not, he is a main character in that. So he kind of has come in 2013. He really came to the forefront. Yeah. So, so I did have mainframe, uh, and then I said Hordak because he he conquered Castle Grayskull. He destroyed it. Um, his minions have taken over Eternia. He he dethroned the king. As much as I would hate to give best character to a, a villain, Kordak had a hell of a year in 2013. Skeletor couldn't even take over Castle Grayskull. Um, well, keep reading. You'll find out who does. Pulls all the strings. <laughs> well, this is 2013. Don't get into 2014. <laughs> I almost went with uh, Luke Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good, good year. Well, it's before... You know, he finds out, you know, the true meaning of Darth Vader and everything like that. And, and he can still get it on with his sister without knowing. He still, yeah, he's still got that going for him. Right. And his relationship. Is right. He's got the relationship with the other pilot who left. So right. Yep. He's, he's having a, a banner year. Yep. He's still got all his friends. No one died yet. Yep. Any, uh, anyone else for you, Robert? Um, no, I think, again, I just I okay. wish I had a chance to read more of these so I could okay. be more informed. No, but, uh, no problem. Yeah, we got plenty. Um, character with the worst year. So this is in 2013. So this is just a, uh, it was a bad year for this character yeah. <laughs> is basically what we're referring to here. Um, so I'll go, I'll go first with this one. Um, I had clock spring in Cobra files. He got manipulated by Tomax. He fell in love with chameleon who basically turned him away. Had nothing to do with him. Yeah. And then he died. He died. <laughs> That's a bad year. Bad year. (laughs) And then the other might be the winner by default. That's just a bad year. And then the other character I thought had a bad year was Leonardo. He gets abducted by Shredder. He gets brainwashed. He he fights and attacks his brothers. Uh, He kills people, and then he he gets rescued by his brothers and realizes everything he did and is remorseful. So. Regardless, I know things change in 2014 for him, which is good, but 2013 was a rough year for Leonardo. Mm. Yeah, I had uh, King Randor. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, bad year. <laughs> bad year for King Randor. Yeah, bad year for King Randor. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good year for Hordak, bad year for King Randor. That's that's a good one. Uh, and uh, like you said, we talked, we talked about a little bit earlier off the air, but Bumblebee. Bumblebee had a bad had year. A really bad year for Bumblebee. Yeah. 
he was like the leader for a while and uh leader of Cybertron. Yeah, he's just tossed away. Got tossed to the side, had to get a new body because he got yeah, his he other one got destroyed. Bashed up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bad year for Bumblebee. Bad. I think Bumblebee might have won best character last year, like good year Bumblebee. It was a couple years this ago. Year, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, bad, bad year for Bumblebee this year. <laughs> yeah, I remember a couple actually a couple years ago we did give Bumblebee best yeah. character because he got his own mini series yeah, yeah, and everything. Now he's back to just a scout. Yeah. <laughs> he's no longer the leader. <laughs> Uh, it all comes full circle. Robert, any characters that had a bad year for you? Um, well, again, mine's less uh, about story, I guess, and more for me. I wish something. I wish they could have done more with was definitely Voltron. Okay, like, that was a bad uh, year. Character, <laughs> yeah, it's a character I really enjoy, and to see a series come out and it not be at all what it could have been, yeah, uh, is really frustrating. I think it's again, it, it, I hate it when. Uh, a property is represented in a poor way, and then that determines, you know, to people yeah. who, d- you know, who decide what gets published or not. You know, that says, well, I guess this isn't a publishable, you know, publishable or marketable or sellable property. People aren't, and interested they base it in off this. of like, yeah, you know, a, a creative team that didn't do it. You know, yeah. it's like, well, here's a pile of crap. Oh, you guys don't right. want the pile of crap? Oh, well, then evidently, this crap doesn't sell. Yeah, exactly. It's like no, you're just you're not you're not promoting it as manure, and <laughs> you need to pr- promote it as manure. So I want to buy it. Don't pr- promote it as here's crap, you know. So yeah. there, there is my. I, shit. I, have, I have no idea what you're talking about. There, there's there is my shit analogy for the day. So <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and if you're lost, send your email to Ryan at Stardust. No, no, no. We was, you missed it. We we've established this in earlier episodes. Uh, it's always Robert's fault. So, uh, yeah, send, sorry. Send that your, was totally me. Yeah, send oh. your hate mail to Robert. Um, well, at least you get it. I don't get it. That's good. <laughs> you haven't been around long enough to, to get to it. To get so. hate mail? Good. <laughs> You've only been here for 100 episodes. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's okay. We're good. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, now we get into stuff related to the show. Uh, best Star Joe's episode of 2013. So the episode that you think was just a standout for us. Well, I, I have a couple. Okay, you're supposed to have a couple. Well, <laughs> I would say the episode where we went to uh, GI Joe Con and we recorded the panel. Okay, do you know which one that was? Not a clue. <laughs> Great. So I got to do again with the the voice acting panel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The voice acting. Yeah, panel. we had a lot of good comments and a lot of good feedback. So, about so once that. again, I have to do work for yeah. Chuck. And that, that gave us the connection to connect to uh, the Bill Ratner Flint, and I think that was a good episode. The episode 100? Where we talk, yeah. Yeah, that's one of mine also. Uh, episode 100, which is a is called A Conversation with Everyone, and Bill Ratner was yeah. the the closing for that one. That was awesome. Yeah, but the, we, we met him through the, the, the Joe Con. Yep. And I, I really liked our... No, we definitely had some good responses to the panel. voice acting yeah. panel, yeah. So I would nominate those two. Okay. Uh, my other one that I put in was episode 96, which is Star Joe's, the very first Star Joe's a real animated hero. This is when we got introduced to us doing these episodes. It was a huge fan hit. Um, we have people demanding more of them. So this is the one that started it all. So, uh, Robert, do you have any particular ones that stand out? And don't say you didn't listen to the episodes because I know you, that's all you do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, seven. I just even if I've listened to him before, I, I listen to him again. Um, and then my wife walks in and she's like, "Wait, is that you talking?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." That got an ego the size of Fort Lauderdale. Oh yeah, my wife's like, she'll she'll see Star Joe's on my iPod and she'll be like, she's "Like, are you are you listening, listening to yourself? To yourself talk? 
Yeah. She goes, she goes, didn't you listen to yourself when you were doing the editing? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm listening. Turned out. Now I'm listening back to see how it all came out. Right. <laughs> um, no, I was actually going to say the the first animated one. Um, I just had so much fun doing that. Yeah. It was, uh, I mean, and since then it's just been a blast. So I'm excited about it. Um, that so that one was mine. The other one was uh, where we got to request, and this is more work for Ryan. So I'm taking after Chuck here, following his lead. <laughs> Good. Um, it was the one at that one time where we did the thing and we talked about the stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, it was that time good. you did that. That was, that was cool. <laughs> Epic. No, I think it was at JoeCon. It was at JoeCon, not the um, the panel, uh, but when we were just sitting in the room sitting talking. In the room, yeah. And it actually worked oh, really the, well because the duck conversation. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, there was the duck conversation. <laughs> Maybe I'll change my my vote. I don't know. <laughs> no, that was classic. <laughs> no, that one was good because um, we had like a room full of people. I mean, there's probably six or eight people there. Yeah. And we just had such a fun conversation. Nobody was talking over each other, yeah. and it seemed like we were in a. St- it seemed like we were in a studio. Like this is what it would be like if we had a studio full of guys getting a chance to just chat yeah. and talk about uh, GI Joe. And at you know, at the time, we were talking a lot about the the convention itself. Yeah. But that was just a fun experience for me, and I think the I was surprised at the quality of the show, considering we're all just sitting in a room. I was and there's surprised. Tiny mic on the yeah, laptop. Yeah. Uh, I was really surprised because I did not expect that mic to pick this mic to pick up as much as it yeah, did. It sounded yeah. I mean, uh, Kenny was together. there, and Dave Draper was there, and his yeah. girlfriend Jerry yeah. was there, and there's yeah. a bunch of people there. Yeah. So that was just a fun time. Like one, it was a fun convention to get to hang out with everybody. Uh, I'll never yeah. that whole experience. You know, I'll have uh, Chuck's picture of him on the bed with the USS flag like yeah. burning to my screen. <laughs> yeah. uh, I will I will say too um, cuz is that this microphone ever since I got it and this is the same one that we started the show with picks up more stuff perfectly than I ever could imagine and it was a $50 microphone. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So, I think it sounds better than the one that I've got that's like 100 something. I would say you got like Chris Campbell and Daryl Taylor buying like 100 some dollar microphones and yeah, I'll stick with the fifty dollar one. The one I've got now is just a headset. I don't know if it sounds any better or worse, but you sound fine. Yeah, it sounds okay. Sounds good to us. All right, so next would be best Star Joe's moment. This could be either something in the episodes, it could be something like an event, like you know Baltimore Con. It could be anything, uh, but it's a moment in 2013 that you feel was the best Star Joe's moment. So, uh, Chuck, you can go ahead and. Start first if you want. Yeah, to me, always Baltimore leads the way. Okay. That's kind of like our meeting place or meeting ground for people. Okay. Uh, we're, we're both there at the same time. I know sometimes I'll make it to other events and you might not make it, but we're usually together at that one, so yeah. it's pretty good. That was cool. Very cool. Um, any a other? A lot of the fans meet a lot of creators and artists and just have a good time and geek out in general. So. Cool. Any other uh, moments from 2013? Well, I had a good time at the uh, the Columbus Toy Show. Uh, okay. Me and Nick and uh, Sam, straight edge man, we we drove down to that. Cool. We had a good time with that. He's an he's an alright dude. He's a really good dude. I uh, got to be really good friends with him through mm-hmm. uh, like Facebook and private messages and stuff like that. We text each other almost daily, so you know, made yeah. a good friend. Thanks. So Thanks. I, I would chalk it up to that. Um, and then for me, best Star Joe's moments were uh, Robert's impersonation of Torpedo. <laughs> because hey! that got more fan reaction than I think anything we've ever gotten. 
other than maybe that was, it was funny it was so unplanned it was just like yeah. spur of the moment and ended up do, ended up doing a lot of more impressions than i ever would have expected i was just saying now you, you're like the impression guy <laughs> torpedo i know <laughs> people are requesting torpedo sketches and well not only that uh, but yeah. uh, he's doing roadblock now he's <laughs> doing uh i mean there's, there's bazooka I mean, Robert's just. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, the roadblock? Uh, body massage, go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, Chuck, you met the other one I had, uh, Chuck, you mentioned it earlier with episode 100 was interviewing Bill Ratner. I mean, yeah. that, the eight, nine year old in me was just totally flipping out. I'm talking to Flint. I mean, that's, that was my favorite Joe. That was my hero. Yeah. And I get to talk to the guy. So cool. that was really cool. Yeah. Um, never thought in a million years that would happen. So so that I put in there. Turns out he needed the money. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is we didn't pay him. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, he did it very willingly. Very there, gracious. There, very was, gracious. there was no money involved. He was he was just happy to come on. So, um, so that was very cool. So, uh, Robert, any moments that stood out for you? Um, yeah, it's, it's hard for me not to say the conventions because it's a chance for us to, to really hang out, spend time together. And, um, and I'm just, it's just it's so cool to me. It just reminds me of, uh, just the other week you were talking about how I was the first interview on the show and I was like, what? I yeah. kind of forgot about that. And to think that, you know, I've just gotten to know you guys from listening to the show and then yeah. now we're like sharing rooms together at a hotel, which right. is Sounds weirder than it was. <laughs> now, I'm selling your wares while you're off a pork chop sandwich somewhere or something. Chuck, Chuck next time. Pork chop sandwich. Chuck next time is going to be bringing uh, Vaseline with him. So. Yeah. So, and then now I'm regretting that we shared the room. <laughs> and uh, it's hard for me to say. No, I mean, Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I mean, yeah, that's uh, maybe one of my. The drive home from, or the drive back to the hotel from CampbellCon. Was pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah, uh, and me in the trunk of the car, <laughs> yes. making your hand. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, awesome. No, I think you know the convention. All the experiences that are wrapped up in the convention. Actually, getting the chance to hang out and 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 um, win all of the Star Wars black toys or, or most right. of them. Yeah, what the hell? Anyway. Right. It wasn't rigged at all. <laughs> yeah, well, for me, it was signing some of the uh, the GI Joe Snake Eyes comic books I had nothing to do with. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, awesome. Robert Atkins. <laughs> no, I said my own name. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, any other? So, yeah, I would, sorry, I would just say the conventions, and then, um, mm, yeah, no, I'm gonna. Yeah, I think that's probably it. Okay, that's the show. So uh, then we also have a category that was new last year uh, was best ammo dump of 2013, and what this is is. You can nominate any ongoing series, one-shot, mini-series, or even a trade. It just had to come out in 2013, or had to have issues that came out in 2013. Um, the trade could be an old trade, but the trade itself came out in 2013. Um, you know, it could be old issues in that trade, I should say, but the trade had to come out in 2013. So this is anything outside of the stuff that we normally cover on the show. It didn't have to be in an ammo dump episode, uh, and like I said, you can actually name specific issues if you want to. But I usually just go with you know just the name, yeah. the name of the ongoing or something like that. So for me, the two titles uh, 
that I had for this was the superior foes of Spider-Man because that title surprised the hell out of me at how much I liked it. Um, and skyward that, that one blew me away. Also, I expected to like it. I did not expect to like it as much as I did. Yeah. So, uh, those were the two for me. Uh, Robert, what, what did you, what stood out for you in 2013? Um, I think, uh, yeah, all new X-Men for sure. Okay. Um, I mean, just to me, that's the epitome of like good X-Men storytelling. I feel like we've kind of finally gotten back to that. Yep. Um, let's see. Ah, oh, man, there's so many, there's so many good ones. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have thought through this a little more before this moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll save you here. Okay. I got, I got a uh, daredevil and Hawkeye. Yeah. Both by Marvel. Both oh, awesome. Man. Those are really yeah, those great. Are both very good. Really great. Yeah. I'm enjoying both of those. Awesome. Any other ones you wanted to throw in, Robert? Um oh, man. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get get back to you. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna get back to you. That's just your catchphrase. I am gonna get back to you. I'm gonna get back to you on that. Uh, <laughs> oh no, you know what? No, okay, I'll just say no, I do have one. I'll say um um. Wow, man. I wish I could. Uh, the book, the thing right. with the hero. With the <laughs> it's awesome. I'll throw this out there. This is kind of cheating, so I'll pull a Chuck here and say the the entire Valiant line okay. of books. You can, and the reason I, say, I can get away with saying that. How do you call it Chuck when you say cheating? <laughs> uh, you have to ask that question. No, I, no, no just I, for new listeners. I think so. I'll say that because it's it's so such a cohesive universe. Right. That sometimes it feels like you're reading that one book. And um, so I'll say the Valiant books, and if I need to say a storyline, then I'll say like Harbinger Wars, no. because it well, it pulled together a lot of the different titles um, huh. uh, and you know, possibly Unity. So I think... I let, I let Chuck cheat the system. I'll let you cheat the system. Right. Okay. Right. Well, you can just say Valiant books. Yep. Like, that's my... Gotcha. Um, you know, what I, I think I was... You know, I was a fan of it when it, they started put, putting the books out two years ago, or a year and a half ago. And and I jumped on board right when it started and cool. and you know, there hasn't been a dip at all no. I would say in any of the books so that's pretty amazing awesome all right uh, two categories left one, and these are pretty fun ones so in the year this is again in the year 2013 uh, best Star Joe stuff in other media so this could be toys that came out in 2013 related to Star Joe's it could be a book it could be movies. It could be a cartoon. It could be anything other than a comic book. So, did Lego Movie come out in 2013? No. Uh, yeah. Did <laughs> Batman Lego, Star Wars Lego? <laughs> no, I mean the Lego Movie. No, 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 no. no, no. Yeah. That's next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have to remember. Yeah, you have to remember. Um, <laughs> Put me down for that. All right. So, Chuck, what did you have for this? Uh, Star Wars Black Series, the figures, the six inch, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and the all the all the comic book movies that we got. Okay, I know it's kind of a cheap generic. Kind those of those aren't thing. those aren't related to Star Joe's. They do. They keep me entertained in Star Joe's. <laughs> what? Wow! <laughs> I told you. We got I told, some awesome. No, no, comic wait, book wait. wait. I awesome. told you there was going to be something what? in his list. What? That broke against any rules that were out there. I played by my own rules. That were going to be. To- I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I just knew it was going to happen. Well, it happens here. 
I know it does. Set your clock, bud. <laughs> Ever since that first oh, year that we that he picked Galobulus as the worst character, and, he Galo- is. and Galobulus didn't even appear in and any of the comics. Won. <laughs> and he won. And he won too. That was the worst Hell part yeah. of it. He because won. because Chuck was so emotionally scarred from his childhood, you know what? Galobulus wins. That, that, that's the day my childhood died. Right? Fine, comic book movies. Even though yeah. it says the category says Star Joe's related, that's fine. Well, we go to those. So and what Star Wars related or Star Joe's related movie? came out could you at least say that uh, what do you think well, uh, well at least the DVD of the G.I. Joe came out yeah yeah and, and you had the the Lego Star Wars movies came out you also like had Padawan Menace yeah and, uh, you had the Robo, Robotech uh, Collected Edition came out on DVD yeah, um, yeah. that came out in 2013 My Little Pony Friendship of Magic <laughs> <laughs> It, and like I said, it could be anything. It could be it just it just can't it just can't be it it can't be a comic book. It could be action yeah. figures that came out in 2013. It could be uh, like I said, it could be movies. It could be whatever. What about hey, GI Joe got Creo? Yeah, I'll go with that. You go with Creo. Like, yeah, that's you know, a good one. Yeah, Joe man here. Not about killing the man. I'm trying to make you follow the rules. Uh, yeah, Creo. Right, Joe Creos. Okay, yeah, I never thought that would happen in a million years. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, so I also said the Star Wars Black Series six inch figures because they lived up to everything I was hoping for with those. Um, and then I said the Metroplex Transformers figure that, ah, yeah. that came out. That was awesome. And I double checked it to come out in 2013 because I was like, well, maybe that came out the year before. But, like, Wait a minute. But no, it, came, it just came out this fall or 2013 in the fall of 2013. Cool. Um, it was that was awesome, awesome figure. I, he stands next to my Voltron. And he's just as tall as my Voltron. He's, I think he's actually, bigger. actually a little bit bigger he's than bigger. my Voltron. Yeah. I think if they had a fight, he would win. Yeah. He would just kick Voltron's ass. Maybe. No, Maybe. I'm going to guarantee it. But Voltron is the five lions and the and blazing care. sword. Look at the fucking look at the size of that uh, rocket launcher on yeah. his shoulder. But he's, he's got blazing sword. I don't care. <laughs> Do you see the knee pads that guy's got? Yeah. Forget it. So he's a city. He's got claw. Voltron's got claws. Doesn't matter. Blazing sword. No. <laughs> You take your blazing sword and he'll just shoot it. All right. So, anyways, rocket. Robert, do you have anything uh, that stood out in other media? Um. Yeah, I had. Uh, um. Why, well, especially since you guys already said Black Series, I come up with a couple other things. Um. The uh, the the Transformers uh, masterpiece. Okay. Uh, line through Takara. Yeah. Uh, I've been collecting that. Thanks, Chris Campbell. It's funny because cool, I huh? got I got maybe like one or two of them, and then, he, then I was talking his. to him about it. He's like, "Oh, those are awesome!" And then he bought up you know the newer line that came out because I had one or two of the older ones, right? And he bought up the newer line that are all like proportionally together and and they're all just meticulous. And then I saw him at his at CamelCon, and I was like, "Oh, those are awesome!" And then since then. Uh, you know, I've gotten you know probably a dozen of them, and I'm like, oh, dang it! Nice. So, but they are so amazing. I mean, they are like little statues that you can play with. Yeah, so really it's nice really shit. cool. Yeah. Um, so I would say, uh, those, and I actually really dig the um, the 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 new Ninja Tur- the Nickelodeon Ninja Turtles, oh, yeah. the new ones. Yeah, I was going to suggest um, that after everybody said anything, because those lived up to all expectations. Yeah, you know, it, it's so funny. When, when the cartoon came out, I was like, I wasn't sure about the new design. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or and I was so obviously attached to the '80s version, yeah. which I do love that those came out. I don't know if they came out this last year, but they re-released, you know, like the vintage mm-hmm. uh, turtles. You know, so yeah, I got yeah, those. Yeah. But 
But all the new the new turtles lines, um, uh, their articulation is super fluid, and um, I love the proportions that they give these characters. And and then the line has been very comprehensive. Yeah. You know, so you have all the turtles, the bad guys. You can troop build, fit soldiers. You can mousers. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, all the all the different bad well, guys the that thing, are out there. The thing that I like with it too, which is something Chuck and I have always said they're not doing with toys these days, is they are making sure that you have bad guy figures made so this the way villain, the turtles yeah. have somebody to fight. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean and they're, they, not, they're, they're not really sure. They're in the show either, and yeah. then a few months later they're on the show. Yeah. yeah. And it's and they're doing it right. You don't like, what a concept. Like you <laughs> like know. a lot of the toy lines now they come out with you know, there's eight Batmans. It's yeah. like, well, who's Batman going to fight? Another Batman? I mean, like... Yeah. Well, they're doing gimmicks you know, you with the Turtles, I mean, too, so you right got those now, going on, too. Right now, there is just a depravity in, in how how many quality action figures are out on the shelves right now. Yeah. It is terrible. Yeah. I mean, you have yeah, a Marvel Legends line, which isn't very full. Uh, it has a lot of potential, but nothing's coming out. Like, the DC Classics line's done. Um, I will say... So you, have, you have Black Series, and you have the Turtles. Yeah. I mean, what else do you have that's really good right now that's in the 4 to 6-inch size? I will say the newest Marvel Legends line, line looks really cool, because you do get Spider... You get a few versions of Spider-Man, but you also get some of his villains. And like then... That. Yeah, and then you do get, with Captain America, you get a couple versions of Captain America, but then you also get some of his villains. So I do like the new Marvel Vet Legends line, but yeah, but, the, which, but there for a while it wasn't very strong. There was nothing for a long time, and that's only recent. And so yeah. until that line builds, I'm not going to give him much credit because yeah. no, because there's not much out there. It's very, it's still slim picking. Yeah, no, it is. I totally agree with you on that. Um, and then this is always a fun category. Most looking forward to in 2014. So and it is again Star Joe's related. So what is what? <laughs> Is on, Just to remind Chuck. Yeah. Oh, because my generic answer is everything. Right. <laughs> so, and this could be anything. It could be a comic series coming out. It could be, this can include comics. So it could be a comic series coming out. Uh, it could be movies coming out. It could be toys. It could be a book. It could be anything you can think of uh, that Star Joe's related that, that is going to ha- is supposed to happen in 2014. We know sometimes schedules change, but. I, I can name one of Ryan's right now. What's that? Hearing Snake Eyes talk and Transformers crossover. No, (laughs) I have gone on such a rant about that. Let it go, dude. No, I won't. Just Uh, just let it go. No, I won't. I that pisses me off to no end because. Well, here's the thing too. And I'm going to go. Maybe he had nothing to say. Robert had Robert had to bring it up. So maybe he had nothing to say until now. I read an article that said that they did research for this title to make sure it was done well. Well, guess what? You did not, because I'm sorry. He's pounding the desk, and he's like, yeah, I can looking. hear it. He's angry looking. Snake Eyes doesn't talk. I peed a little. You don't call, you don't say, <laughs> you don't say Doc is good with a knife because he's a pacifist. You don't uh, put Duke as a rookie. That should piss you off. Oh, yeah, that's horrible. Um, I mean, as, as much as I might not be a big fan of Duke, I, I don't think he's a rookie. Um, you take Snake Eyes' mask off, and he's not scarred up or anything, so there's no reason he's wearing a mask. Well, I mean, there's the one time he did get plastic surgery, but the same issue, he got erect again. So. Yeah, it's that's not this, though. No, no, I am. And then, again, they have him talk. That's, it's like, to me, having Maybe Snake Eyes... Snake Eyes. Maybe it's somebody else like we thought it was. To me, having Snake Eyes talk is the equivalent of making Han Solo not shoot first. Oh, Han Solo always shoots first. Hell yeah, he does, Greedo. <laughs> Hell yeah, he does. So, um, 
as I was a huge, huge, huge proponent of GI Joe Transformers versus Transformers coming out. I yeah. I was in love with it. Then I saw the art and I was like, eh. So we're not covering yeah. it, huh? And, no, we're going to cover it. You buying it? Yes. Ooh. Um, I'm not. But and <laughs> I'm not surprised. You weren't yeah. going to buy it anyway. No, so. I wasn't. No. Um, <laughs> At least he's honest. Yeah. Um, he he wouldn't have bought it even if you were drawing it, Robert. So it's wow, okay. that's not right. I it's true. It. No, you wouldn't. No, have. you yeah. liar. Whatever. You wouldn't have. I, maybe. No, you wouldn't have. <laughs> See, now it's maybe. See, if you right. push him enough, he'll eventually say the truth. All right, I had no idea. So uh. so um, and then I read those preview pages for the free comic book day, and uh, I was yeah. so. I'm going to get it for free comic book day. I was so well sure because it's free. Right. <laughs> I was so lividly pissed when I saw those pages. I was, so I was like, oh, it, it, thanks, Robert. Yeah, I was, I was having totally a, just defecated sure. on it. I was yeah. having a good evening, and then. <laughs> That's right. That's right, baby. You had to bring up the sauna. I thought I'd bring up Snake Eyes. Right. Poor Jeff Samus. Oh, I already have that noted as one of my best moments for 2014 for next year. <laughs> the oh, sauna. Great. Nice. <laughs> The sauna story. No. You have to listen to that episode. I gotta go back to the shreds. Oh, there is to it. You, you gotta listen to that episode. <laughs> um. So, Robert, what are you looking forward to most? <laughs> the the, um, the Vaseline story going away. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not gonna happen. No. Uh, not no. since he brought up that damn Transformers verse. That's <laughs> uh, oh, crap. Um. <laughs> let's see. What am I looking forward to most, man? All right, go to Chuck. I All right, Chuck, what do you, Chuck, what do you got? Uh, well, one of the things I was looking forward to before we got derailed, <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to uh, Marvel taking back over the Star, Star Wars. Wars. Okay. Supposedly. Hmm. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't think we'll see anything necessarily come out in 2014, but I think we'll I think we'll hear some news of what Marvel's going to do. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about it because... The old Star Wars comics we read were Marvel comics. Yeah. So. Well, I'm just saying because Dark Horse ha- technically has the license until the end of 2014. Okay. So we won't see any actual comics no, no from comics, Marvel. Yeah, but but we, I think we will hear news. Some news and direction. Which yeah. I think will be cool, yeah. There might be, like we talked about earlier, uh, teaser trailers for the new movie yeah. for Star Wars. Yeah. So those might come out. Yeah, I would think there will be a teaser trailer by the end of the year. Yeah. I know, I'm also excited to see if there's any new, um, you know, Toys or you know anything that's going to be made as far as GI Joe goes, other than Creo. Yeah, which right we have now, seen there is supposed to be some more. Yeah, right now there's uh, Toy Fair kicked off and there were some figures that were released yeah. there. Yeah, so that looks good and there's a couple of like two packs and things like that. Yeah. So I, I just want to know if Hasbro's going to continue to you know pump money into the line. Yeah, without anything backing it. Uh, for me, it's more Star Wars Black Series figures, specifically the Jabba the Hutt and Biker Scout. Uh, well, those are coming. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to them oh, in okay. 2014. That's what this category is. <laughs> yeah, like, I've heard that. I'm looking... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm look, so I'm really looking forward to those figures coming out. Um, and that's the thing. I really tried to grab... I tried to pick tangible things, like things I knew I've seen already that I can't wait till yeah. they come hey, out. Hey, Robert, are they doing Best Pan Han Solo? I can't say anything. So, yeah. Like I've signed so many contractual <laughs> like things. I've signed so much. You can't I say can't anything. Don't push them. Well, off the record. Yeah. No. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we have... I want, I want to wait for that one. That one's cool. Yeah. So anyways, 
We have, uh, and then the other one that I put on here was G.I. Joe, uh, Creo Cobra Terradrome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks freaking awesome. Where would you put it, though? I'm I looking don't, around. You I will find a place for it. <laughs> Where's all your other G.I. Joe Creos? Uh, I swapped them out. Oh, rotation I, schedule. Yeah, rotation, so. All right, I got you. Robert, you got anything for 2014? Um, I'm. What about that Muppet movie? <laughs> Isn't the uh, the Turtles movie supposed yeah. to come out in 2015? Yep, it is. No, we can all be so terribly disappointed. I'm by nervous that. about that. We can yeah. all be terribly <laughs> disappointed by that. I hope it will be good. Um, so, are you we'll really see. looking forward to it then? <laughs> We've got high hopes. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to. And I guess the Star Wars movie doesn't come out until 2015, but I'm looking forward to hearing more about it. You know what I mean? Like the. The leading up to, I'm, I'm looking forward to movies in the Star Joe's universe. You know, just in general, that it seems like we should have a couple, so yeah. we'll have a lot to talk about and a lot to digest. So hopefully they're done well. We'll see. But. Yeah. Um, another one I, I just wanted to throw out there because it's something that I know Chuck and I have talked about. We want to see, and I know I mentioned it in the last episode, uh, is the Transformers Legacy book that's coming out, and it's the book where uh, they're going to have the original yeah. art from the packages. Um, I am really. It's by Jim Sorensen. I'm really looking forward to that book coming out. Uh, I can't wait to see it. And I can't I'm, wait till he gets the license for GI Joe. I was gonna say I hope it leads into GI Joe, uh, which it very well could. It should I mean Hasbro it's, one and the same and IDW. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, you know what? I can't believe I didn't mention this. Can I? Yeah, sure. Do throw in a quick addendum for best of 2013. Yeah. Like uh, Star Joe's related yeah. non books or whatever is the castle gray school release oh uh, okay. uh, I, I purposely did not have that on my list because i figured one of you two would yeah no i don't know how i forgot it okay so that's totally if i didn't have one that's one and if i had two already then that's two. No, that's fine that'll give us six there <laughs> plus whatever chuck had so sure cool. <laughs> so we're good that sounds good Sweet. um and not to uh not to end the show on a, a down note, but I, I think it's only fitting that we, we mention this happened. Uh, not that long ago, we lost uh, Harold Ramis, huge eighties icon. Yeah. Um, very sad yeah. to have seen him go, go, you know, Ghostbusters stripes uh, where he was writing and, and, and starring in them. But then he also wrote so many other great stuff like Caddyshack and stuff like that. I mean, he was, brilliant guy sad that we lost him this year um but hey maybe maybe he'll make a ghost appearance in the next ghostbusters movie or something like that but i don't know they're, <laughs> they're doing ghostbusters three without him yeah i don't know if they will no they will they they said they, they said they will okay yeah. all right that's what i heard right on facebook i don't whatever that's yeah worth. yeah i've been reading that they're going to do ghostbusters three for the last five years so yeah whatever yeah uh, but uh bill murray's not yeah and now egon's not either well Bill Murray, I think, will still end up showing up in there. I don't. Oh, I do. I think he'll make a cameo. I don't. Oh, he'll at least cameo. Yeah, he'll he'll do a cameo. He'll do a zombie he, land he's cameo. He's too attached to it. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think... I don't think he will. Like, whatever issues, they'll, they'll sort it out. If like, anything, I think, especially now with Harold Ramis pa- passing away, I think he'll feel like he owes it to his friend. Maybe that. Maybe because that. I don't know if... I thought this was very classy of Bill Murray. He d- did a presentation at the Oscars uh, just the other night, and... He actually, uh, for best actor, he also threw in Harold Ramis. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of, it was very classy. It was very, very Bill Murray to do that. Um, and you could tell he misses his friend. So I, I, I could see him doing it for that reason. 
So, yeah. Well, he, yeah, he might be challenging so, his own mortality. So let me go ahead and uh, 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 do you guys have anything else you wanted to mention or throw out there before we wrap up this episode? Uh, Robert Atkins is now taking commissions. <laughs> <laughs> he has no work to so do. So that'll be the thing to look forward to in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> Get on the list now. <laughs> Looks up early. So um, so let me go ahead and give our information out. Uh, you can find us at starjoes.com. You can find us at theforumforgeeks.com. Uh, register, sign up, and, and chat with us every day. You can email us at starjoespodcast at gmail.com. You can uh, fi- follow us on Facebook uh, and like us on Facebook. And then you can follow us on Twitter. It's at starjoespodcast. We're part of the GeekCast radio network. GCRN for life, baby. Uh, and where you can find us as well as a bunch of other shows out there. Uh, yeah, what's on Joe Mind? Punish your body count. Right. The the show that claims to be the longest running wow, GI Joe here podcast. He here he goes. Oh yeah, you missed that part, Robert. What? For twenty what, minutes he's bashing what's on Joe. Mind. What's on Joe? No, it wasn't twenty minutes. I said what's on Joe Mind's ad set. Their commercial that we air says that they are yeah, the longest GI Joe. Ryan's going to refuse to play that. They're, they're the longest running GI Joe podcast. And I was like, no, no, you're not. So, um, we, we were here first. So just saying, I love the guys. I love them, but they lie. Uh, (laughs) Well, but we're not, it's not a specific. That's what I said. And that's their out. That's That's their, that's their out. I'm like, well, we don't really just cover G.I. Joe. Robert just likes to make friends with everyone, and Chuck yeah. just likes to kiss everyone's ass. So I'm the one that will tell you the truth. Well, you know what? we got to go around <laughs> these people where you stay in your hovel. I don't stay in my hovel. <laughs> I get out more than you do these you days. You don't mingle with the common man. I get out more than you do. What are you talking about? How many episodes have you gotten over here for? Oh, well, that. <laughs> Besides. I'm out pressing the flesh. Whatever. Politicking, baby. What? Politicking. He's pressing the flesh. It's with... shaking hands, kissing babies. Well, you missed it. He was giving hand jobs out before and it, stuff, it's too. A, it's a dirty thing to do. It's up to our listeners. All right. Ben, he wanted to give Ben a hand job. I don't know. Well, he deserves some credit. <laughs> what? <laughs> You'll hear it in the episode. All right, Jason. All right. I love you. Um, so, anyways, uh, <laughs> that wasn't even Jason that it you wanted to It doesn't matter. I just love Jason. I had to, I had to tell him I had to shout him out. <laughs> All right. So, anyways. Um, Good night, boo. Wow. You can find us, uh, you can also follow us on, <laughs> listen to us on Stitcher. He doesn't even know where we're, no. uh, I have no idea, I've just lost total control. Uh, <laughs> tune in next week. Listen, <laughs> where Chuck won't be here. Uh, Stitch, yeah. this, you can listen to us on the Stitcher radio app, it's a free app for your mobile devices. Um, and I think that's everything. You can leave us a voicemail. It's 440-941-JOES, J-O-E-S. And please leave us an iTunes review. We have not had one since July. Uh, no one has left us an iTunes review since July. So if you like the show, Change you don't. IP address and leave a new one. If you don't like the show, we don't care. Just leave some type of review. It could be one star. It could be five stars. We don't care. Five. So please leave us five. But if you. <laughs> but if you don't. I guess one would balance out all those fives we got. Oh, right. yeah. Right. <laughs> no, I think one in the last six months would balance out. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Not getting one. Exactly. So, um. So that's everything that I can think of. Um, uh, Robert, do you want to go ahead and give your information out, how people can find you? Yes, I, I have a blog. It's robertatkinsart.blogspot.com. It's also under the same name for Facebook, Robert Atkins Art, and it's also my Twitter name. Um, the best way to get a hold of me is through my email. It's robert at robertatkinsart or through Facebook. Um, 
I you can all these places I post up work you know that I'm currently doing and uh, as often as I can behind the scenes stuff. Um, I've been working on a lot of uh, commercial you know artwork like toys and toy package art, which is a lot of fun, but it keeps me from being able to show a lot of the work I do, which is yeah. kind of unfortunate. Yeah. So um, I'm working on a couple issues of X for Dark Horse, which will be coming out in a couple months, and the trade for Castle for Marvel should be out in just a couple months also that I did work on. So. Awesome. Awesome. All right. What I, can't, I, what I can say is I started a new Star Wars toy-related project that I'll be working on this week, oh. which I'm way excited about. Can, so are you allowed to say what the project is? No, but you suck. something is in the works, and it'll be awesome. You suck. Is it, is it like a C-3PO roleplay kit? No. No, but yeah, I guessed awesome. it. I guessed it. He's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Why are you? Okay, so that's me. Chuck's talking into something that's not the that's, microphone. That's my microphone. Yeah, but it doesn't work on here. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I talk into it. We heard him. That's all right. That's, that's how I roll. Oh, jeez. Um, all right. My check, baby, check, baby. One, two, oh, one, two. Ryan's just trying to finish this. I'm just trying. I know. <laughs> one of us has work in the morning, <laughs> so and it ain't me, baby. Right. One of us is still working. What are you talking about? <laughs> one of us doesn't draw pictures for a living. Yeah. Okay. And one of us will be getting a shamrock shake on the way home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am jealous of that one person. That's right. All right. Well, we'll have some milkshakes all around, baby. With that, we'll go ahead and close by saying the force will be with you. Because knowing us is half the battle. Take care, everyone. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. Why? It would be bad. I'm fuzzy on the whole good-bad thing. What do you mean, bad? Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Right, that's bad. Okay. All right, important safety tip. Thanks, Egon.